This is the Criterion Increase Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. Yeah, RJ And we're just two guys who have no other choice now to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in orders of release, even. Oh, wow. This week, we're having fun with AIDS. As we watch Spine 353 in the Criterion Collection, Alfonso Caron's Solo Con Tu Pareja from 1991. But first, RJ, you are looking damp. You're looking, very, you're looking very damp. What do you mean by damp? You look wet. You, I mean, this well, is just, this is distracting. I can barely speak. All that intro talk. You want to see something? Check this out. Okay, Check this he's out. playing with his uh, do. See this? Doing the you do. seeing this? You seeing this, Jared? Jeez, Louise. You seeing this? Wow. What do you what do you what do you think about that? That's wild. What do you think about that? It's looking yeah. wild. Well, I, un- I was just unkept, untamed. Well, I'm not so, cutting it. Are, is this is this goblin mode? Uh, this is about is close. This is Bane mode, I think, but Goblin mode is close after. Yeah. Well, you gotta get you gotta get a cool Bane jacket though to go and, like, to get there. I mean, I know well, that's the one thing that the Bane statue has been much discussed, uh, and not as much as it deserves to have been discussed lately. Uh, last week, I noticed Corpse didn't mention it once. I don't know if he saw it because it's where it is now. It's pretty little. You kind of have to be looking for it. Yeah, I didn't, a, he, I, I, maybe he just didn't care. It's uh, a solid ten feet away, yeah, so I can see it. That's all I. That's all I can see. But the one thing you know what I also see, what? He, he's not wearing a jacket. He's not wearing hockey pads either. Did mm-hmm. you know that? Did you know that, Jer? Mm-hmm. When you said a, a cool Bane jacket, I I didn't even think of like the sheep Sherpa jacket that he wears. I thought you meant like like a Letterman's jacket with like the leather sleeves and then like a what what would be on the back of that if it was a Bane themed letterman jacket like santa prisca mm-hmm. or so, is that what it would be do you think is yeah. that is that nerdy something like that yeah yeah well i mean uh, corpse was wearing kind of a, a bane jacket because he was uh you know skyping from the under realm it gets kind of cold there yeah. or does it get hot uh it depends on the day it's like when you want to do hockey practice it's too mm-hmm. hot when you want to do baseball it's too cold yep cannot yeah. win which sports did you play as a little kid, Jared? Um, hmm. Sports that I played. Sports. Hopscotch? Hopscotch? What? Does that count? I mean, it's not an Olympic sport, but I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, hopscotch yeah. is cool. Okay, um, what else? I mean, dodgeball is fun. What kind of dodgeball? Just plain Jane dodgeball? Yeah, like little kid dodgeball. Little kid dodgeball? Yeah. Yeah, that's also good. That's also good. That's also good. That's probably also good. I don't know if you know if uh, in schools or not, they still do yeah. this in gym class with, uh, with the little kids uh, where they have like this giant, like, I don't know what you call it. It's like a tarp, essentially. Mm-hmm. And like you lift it up and you're, you have the, the balls that kind of. Yeah. So, but it's multi-purpose. Sometimes it's like, oh, you throw it up in the air and then people run underneath it. Cat and mouse, you mean? Is that what like, it's called? Uh, well, like two kids enter, one kid leaves. Ooh, That's a. Uh... Battle? Yeah. <laughs> Is it Thunderdome? Well, no, we did that. It was cat and mouse, where it's like two kids would go in, and one kid was the cat, and had to find the other kid that was the mouse. And you'd keep it really low to the floor, and you would, sh- and like all the other kids would be on the on the outside shaking the shit out of it. It was uh, pretty scary under there. It's pretty scary. Uh, but yes, uh, as far as I know, um, I have lots of nieces and nephews, and I asked them. And uh, as far as I know, tarps are still in play at school. The big like, and they're like rainbow pinwheel kind of colors too. So tarps are still in play. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not sure what it's called. I mean, like when I've played it, I don't remember the cat and mouse thing, but. You never played cat and mouse? No. See, cat uh, and mouse is awesome. Maybe that's, maybe I, or I've just, maybe, maybe I'm, I, I've blocked out a memory and maybe it's going to come back in the next like 10 minutes and then the podcast is over. We can hope. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll come back and you'll just be like, you'll be like, they were, they were getting me that whole time. You know what I the, mean? The whole time. The whole time. They um, could have been getting you. Maybe. It's possible. Hmm. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible, Jerry. It's possible, Jerry. Hey, hey, so it was pretty cool how this episode almost didn't happen this week. Why? Because uh, this movie like doesn't exist. Uh, yeah, it's real horseshit that this movie doesn't exist. Um, and I, for one, kind of wish it didn't. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean, if if we couldn't have done it this week, and then that just canceled the podcast forever, I know Oliver Granger would have been really happy. Mm-hmm. Like that dude would have been like pumping his fist to the sky. Yeah, he would have been all over it, man, all over it. So, I mean, maybe we should have taken that as a sign that it was like it's it's over. We got close. We got close. <clears throat> Yeah, well, Jared had to go and find this movie somehow through legal channels. Yeah, it was actually. Yeah. Yep. It it was buried on a. So for people who want to watch this movie along with us, uh, yeah, I, I just looked up the title on Google search, but it's like an I think it was like a unlisted YouTube video, maybe because uh, if you okay. look for because I don't know I wasn't able to find it on YouTube directly, but Google okay. search brought me to it, and uh, I was able to. To, to nab that and someone on open subtitles had the the criterion subtitles just available and so uh-huh. lickety split they they came together and we were in business Our, lickety split you say yeah really lickety split yeah exactly exactly lickety split it what i don't know i just say i was okay. just saying i was just saying stuff jared okay you know i just say stuff sometimes I, i'm aware i'm, I'm aware Actually, i'm aware of your work your, yeah. your your damp work, yeah. And your wet you... works. You remember, uh, that, remember that comic? Um, no, I don't. Could you describe it to me? I I couldn't because I've never actually read read. I've never read wet works, but I remember okay. this comic existed. Um, okay. Let's take, let's take a look. <clears throat> so this was an image comic during the heyday of image. Remember image mm-hmm. from nineteen ninety two? Do you remember uh, the artist Wills Portacio? Uh, who could forget his uh, turns in movies like um, Teaching Mrs. Tingle? Oh. He's Mrs. Tingle in that, isn't he? Yes. As yeah. well as a comic artist. Um, of he is? Wet works. Let's see. I'd... What did you send me here, Jared? What did you send me? Let's see here. Chat. Uh, oh, okay. So what's what's this supposed to be? The story is about a team of black operative soldiers bonded with golden symbiotes who battle against supernatural forces. Golden symbiotes? Yeah, yeah they're, they have golden battle armor. They're, are, what, they're, they're are like we, gold venoms. Like gold venoms? Like gold venoms. Do they also have uh, theme songs sang by Eminem? All right, so here we go. Originally intended no as comment, one of the I core guess. image comics launched in uh, 1992, 
The series mm-hmm. was put on hiatus until 1994 due to the death of Will's Portacio's sister. After resolicitation by Image through Jim Lee's Wildstorm imprint, the original series ran mm-hmm. for 43 issues from 1994 to 1998. The first three issues were collected as a trade paperback in 1996. Wow, huge, huge, huge. Wetworks so, is a covert operations team in the Wildstorm universe designated Team 7, led by Colonel Jackson Dane, who was a member of the original Team 7. You know, okay. did, Are you aware of any of this, RJ? Are you aware of the I, Wildstorm universe? Well, who doesn't know Team 7? In who, issue number one of the series, Team 7 was sent on a, in brackets, suicide mission by oh, okay. International Operations Director Miles Craven. The mission Ooh. was to enter a terrorist enclave on the Rhinus Peninsula, Eastern Europe, and extract sure. a biological agent the terrorists had in their possession. Once the team reached the target, they found out that someone had raided the enclave before them. Okay. While investigating, the team found several big transparent tubes okay. containing some kind of golden fluid. At that okay. moment, the explosives they were carrying were activated by remote control, displaying okay. a ten-minute countdown. That was when okay. the team knew they were double-crossed. That was when they knew. There's more. This is the first issue it's describing. Okay. Uh, what else happened? A hidden sniper shot at one of the tubes when team member Clayton Claymore Maurer yeah. was examining it. The tube yeah. broke, and the golden fluid jumped on Claymore as if it were alive. Covering wow. his whole body. If that was not enough, <laughs> they were attacked oh, by some terrorists. The terrorists oh, started shooting, but the bullets bounced off Claymore's gold-covered body. Well, of course. Time was ticking. <laughs> and Colonel uh, yeah. Dane decided the team should open the remaining tubes to use the golden symbiotes as protection oh, against wow. the detonation of the explosives. Brilliant play, Clayton. Wow. After I mean, who wouldn't? After the detonation, the enclave was destroyed, but Team Seven emerged from the fire unharmed. That wow. was when IO's cleaners, three aircraft, were ordered to enter the site to kill the surviving team members. The field leader of the cleaners, Mother One, double crossed uh-huh. IO and shot down two aircraft before destroying her own. Mother One Huge. also had a golden symbiote, <laughs> although it was not shown how she acquired it. Mother oh, 1 wow. explained to Team 7 they were double-crossed by Craven and I.O. and asked them to accompany her to her boss, industrialist Armand Waring. Him? Really? Armand himself. Uh, wow. Wow. C- Colonel Dane reluctantly accepted, and they started to work for Armand Waring. Waring told them he wanted to kill the vampire nation oh, be- oh, because they wanted to take over the world from the humans. What he wow. did not tell the team was that he was actually the Jakar, leader of the Ware Nation. Oh, wow. What, what else? Two members of Wetworks died early in their battles with the undead. Flat oh, no. Top and Crossbones. Crossbones, too, they got? Later, Pilgrim's brother, Nathaniel Blackbird, joined the squad, and they learned that both he and Pilgrim, unknown to her, were both werewolves. Wow. Several members of the squad died during a major mission sometime later, including Dozer and Claymore, and Wetworks broke up. Recently, Dane has reactivated the team to deal with breaks in reality caused by another super team, which has been turned into portals for forces from another dimension. No. Really? No. 
No. No, they got him for real. They got him. Wow. Uh, what what else? Um, there was a toy line uh, McFarlane put out, which I vaguely remember. Yeah, uh, yeah. Stormwatch, I don't think was anyone's favorite comic. Or was it? I've I've yet to meet them. I mean, they are pretty gold. You could be the one to save it. Well, Mike Carey tried doing it at one point, trying to revitalize it. Yeah, it didn't stick. Okay. Okay. So what you're telling me is that that was totally a good use of the last eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. I'm totally. Um, Sold. Yeah. It, just, it sounds incredible. It sounds incredible, Jarrett. It's, it sounds incredible. So how many copies did you pick up? None. I never. I don't think I ever. Owned, yeah. I don't. I should not have any. None. Why? Uh, because it wasn't my cup of tea. You know what? I was it wasn't more of then, a, but it a, might be a, now. I pretty. I mean, I don't know. This Wikipedia entry, I think, did me good. I think I'm good. But, I mean, it might not have been your thing then. But consider this, okay? Okay. What if it is now? What if it's your? What if it's your thing now? You oh, know what I mean? That's right. Oh, ours. We're up to five emails now. See, that? look what happens when we uh, when we talk about really important stuff like wet works. Uh, what did what did you think was going to happen when you uh, brought that up? I, I don't even know how it came up. You brought it up. Oh, was, oh you, how damp you are! Well, but why aren't you? <laughs> but you, maybe you're also golden. I mean, I think you it looks like you've been spending a lot of time outside. Do I do I appear to have? I mean, but you're more bronzy. Mm. Well, you you get a load of me in the flesh, and uh, you might Ugh. see <laughs> you oh. might see some gold symbiotes yourself. A, a load of me in the flesh. Well, if you take it for the words that the way I said them, you can't misconstrue that. There's no there's no way to to mishandle that. Yeah, I've been I've been outside. I, I'm I'm just out on the lawn making sure nobody parks those fucking bikes uh, on has, my grass. Uh, now has that resolved itself? No, it hasn't, but there's a really weird, like, circular dead spot. Uh, it's, like, not very big, like, not even the size of a pie. Uh, not quite where the bike was, but close. And I'm like, what did that? Did a dog pee on it? Or did a human pee on it? You know what I mean? Mm. Was whoever parked that bike, did they uh, relieve themselves on my uh, my my yard that I worked so hard to maintain and, and keep fresh? After the years of work you've put into that lawn. Years? Upon years of work, I water it by hand, Jared. By, by hand. By hand. By hand, and that is. Uh, How's that fight going? I mean, everything else is good. It's just there's a weird dead patch right in the like okay. in the middle, okay. and it's uh, it bothers me, mm -hmm. frankly. I see. Should bother you too. It doesn't. I'm good. What do you mean it doesn't bother? It, it you? doesn't bother me in the least. The state of your yard. I would care about your yard, dude. <laughs> I don't care if you have an infestation of voles or uh, voles. Yeah, or uh, I don't know. <laughs> like all the dogs just pissed on your yard. It'd be have you ha no skin off my back. Have you seen some voles lately to to make you bring that up? What's with the vole talk? I don't know. It seems like the appropriate thing to say at the time. Okay. You know, you know about voles. I do know about voles. That's why I was uh, slightly surprised to hear you bring up voles. <laughs> we, we we got voles around here. Sure we do. Sure they're we usually do. found in bodies of water. 
But, yeah. I mean, maybe yeah, from all that, all that hand watering you've been doing, I mean, maybe the voles yeah. are coming for it. They're thirsty. I mean, voles aren't bad. Voles will leave you alone if you leave them alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? But don't turn your back on them either. No, I mean, if they if they had the chance, they'd kill you and your whole family. Mm-hmm. Your whole family, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't seen any voles. Andy's seen some marmots at work, Ooh. like at her work. So, yeah. I mean, in a couple months, you will also potentially see that's some. Tr- I, that's true. Some marmots. Those guys are pretty cool. You ever seen one of them? I don't. No, I don't think so. I've seen snacks though. Snacks, yep. like the rattlesnakes. The rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes, yeah. Yep. Have you uh, gotten real close to them or what? No. 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 I'll, I'll let I'll let them be in peace. Yeah, I mean that's probably the right call. I'm just surprised because I feel like you'd be the kind of guy who would, um, you know, go for it. Like, like Joe Dorowski them. Well, if, if I see them, uh... if I see them, they see me, and it's a uh, kill or be killed, right? Is that how we approached it? Do you think? No, for, for, no. It's, it's for the visual. It's for the arts. Oh, it's for the aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know so, about aesthetics. Blow them up, real nice. I know about aesthetics. For the well, arts. What What are you doing though? I don't know. Talk, talking about voles. Talking about voles? Yeah. I made a I made a big mistake though last week. Why? I watched the that two hour long documentary on uh, the the meta of Yu Gi Oh. And was and it not loggable on Letterboxd? It, well, that that's number one. Yeah. Number two though, now I'm getting like all these ads pushed to me about mm-hmm. fucking Yu Gi Oh, and I'm like, no, I don't want anything. Well, I don't want anything to do with this. Well, Jared, if you don't want to have Yu-Gi-Oh! Tar- targeted stuff, my advice would be not to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! stuff. I just wanted to watch a documentary. In peace. Jared. That's not how the algorithm works. That's not how the algorithm works, and no. frankly, you should know better. No. Is what I think. That's on That's on you more than anyone. You know what I mean? That's that your bad, is, dude. Uh... Yugi blood on my hands. Like, like yeah. I, I just, okay, I just clicked on YouTube. What do, you, what do I got here? The Yu-Gi-Oh fifteen dollar eBay mystery duel. Um, okay. Yu-Gi-Oh the sacred cards a Yu-Gi-Oh YGO RPG. Okay. Math mech. I don't know what that what that is, but I'm sure I feel like it's probably Yu-Gi-Oh. Sounds really dorky. Uh, that's maybe it though. But okay, that's a lot. More I than, mean, that's more than I want ever. Well, then, I mean, I I don't know if I've mentioned this to you, but if you don't want to see Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, maybe you shouldn't watch Yu-Gi-Oh I guess stuff. I, I could go into my history and delete it. You could. Are you going to though? Eh. Oh, I find okay. that if you if you don't click on these things, they'll just go away on their own. Is that true? I think so. Do you still get Star Wars stuff targeted to you all I, the time? No, I haven't actually. No. No, it's it's really cooled off. Okay. Well, I guess one thing has worked out for you. Yeah, it's paying off. That was Just... a that was more of a Facebook issue, but yeah, no, it's a mm. it's chilled. It's chilled. Yeah, well, you want to hear from uh, the citizens of Creepsville? Citizen creeps. Sure. Yeah. All right. Sure. Well, first of all, yeah, we got ourselves Oliver Granger. Oh man, what's the, he up to this the, time? The the big number one that he is. What is he up to this time? <sighs> Email entitled, My Thoughts on the British. Oh. Oh, dear. They need okay. to look hard and deep at themselves. Well, if, if that's not the pot calling the kettle black. They, 
they make fun of Americans for being trashy. Yet every second store in the UK is some trashy chain fast food place or rubbish chain cafe, mm. easily rivaling the numbers of similar stuff in the USA. Mm. The best I mean, thing, I can't say. The best thing about the British is their ability to queue. They take that very seriously. That's uh, I've, I've heard them even uh, uh, brag about that. Mm-hmm. You know? I was unlucky enough to be in the UK for their hottest day in recorded history. Country is not built for it. Was fucking brutal. Mm. We ended up going to Minions, which cost us $62 Canadian for two adults and two children just to escape the heat. Uh, was it fun though? Well, I'm wondering, like, was, was Oliver and the fan were they all wearing tuxedos, like in dress attire? Of course. Why? Why would they be? Oh, for gentle minions? Yeah. I mean, he probably might have. Mm-hmm. I don't know if his kids own stuff like that. Well, you should get that. Get that. Get on that. I think it's hard to like buy like dress clothes for kids because they outgrow them really fast. You know. Well, th- yeah. I mean, that's that's obvious. But yeah, is that, is that an excuse? Yeah, you just put them in a tunic. <laughs> a tunic. They can't outgrow that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They can try. Let's get one of those one size fits all shirts. Sure, just like a five XL, and say you 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 can grow into it your whole life. Mm-hmm. And then if they do grow into it, like really grow into it, mm-hmm. then you gotta watch out. Sorry, Rob, I didn't see any leather daddies. I did mm. see a perfect bear specimen wearing a Greco-Roman wrestling outfit, and many out and about dudes living much more freely than they would in New Zealand. So that was nice to see. He was a fan of that? Yep. Surprising. Why is that? Because he seems like he's filled with hate. Oh, wow. Bigotry. Wow. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> he knows. But yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I Does he mention if, if it was gray in England? Because not, uh, not even a single mention of it. It sure sounded like it was hot, which doesn't rule out grayness. But. Yeah. I imagine the food was gray. Mm-hmm. If yeah, anything, whatever the uh, goblin cans of goblin goblin meat. Yeah. Gray goblin meat. Yeah. Yeah. Nice and gray. Just like the English like it. Nice and tepid. Nothing too hot. Nothing too cold. Nothing too seasoned. Mm-hmm. Nice and gray. We hear from corpse. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, it's not customary to write in after you're a guest on, but uh, mm-hmm. OK. Who wants to get wet with me? Oh, no. Is this why you were talking about wet works? No. Oh, sure. It's a coincidence. Sure. Ayo, my dudes. No. Thanks again for having me on last week. Twas a blast. Looking forward mm-hmm. to getting shredded by Creeps Nation in the emails this week. I don't, uh, really, I don't think that's going to happen. I think if it was going to happen, it would have been last week. While, while he was here, you know. I see. Yeah. Because, like, if you really want to get someone, you got to get them while they're there. Yeah. While really the, make while, it count. While the getting's good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I would have done. My question for you this week is regarding musicals. Mm. The reason I bring this up is because I see that Evil Dead. The musical will be making its rounds in southern Alberta this October. Oh. Interesting. Is well, some... Jared, are you going to go? Well, is that something either of you are into? 
Did either of you check it out last time it was on tour? I myself sat for front row at a Calgary show and loved every bloody or sorry blood soaked moment in the splatter section. I've mm -hmm. heard there was a reanimator musical, Toxic Avenger, and Rocky Horror Picture Show musicals once upon a time as well. I myself mm. would love to see them all uh, if the chance ever arose. Really, I have not seen any horror revival slash musical things ever. no nope are it will this be the first one nope you're not gonna go probably not why not i don't see, I don't see it i don't see it why, why not i'm no fun duncan i mean that is true that yeah. is true but uh, yeah i thought you were a big evil dan uh evil dan fan evil hand <laughs> no evil dan oh you evil. know evil evil dan not not yeah, I thought not, you were... but not evil ed no, 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 no. Nobody likes Evil Ed. But I, I thought you were a huge Evil Dan fan. Evil Dan. Yeah. You're not going to check him out? No. No? But no. he's in that new Spider-Man movie. He and Bruce Campbell's back, and people are loving it. No. I don't no, know. Still I don't know. I could see people having fun doing this, though. What about you, Jorge? I mean, maybe. Depending, depending where it lies on the calendar. You know what I mean? Okay. You know about calendars? I've heard of them. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Depending where it lies on the calendar, I would potentially do it. But we'll have to see. We'll have to, to see. end my email, I'm just going to toss an idea out for maybe a Necrostorm site segment as part of an October oh. school. Just a thought. I'm down for whatever direction our trusty captain steer the Criterion Creeps pod uh, die boat. Oh my goodness! Well, I think you got to take the reins on that. You were the one who was uh, uh, up to uh, the necro storm, right? Uh, yeah, I, I, that is me. Creep it real, my dudes. Love mm -hmm. corpse heart. That's well, a little hard shape. Heart. It's nice to hear from corpse. The question, Jared, is: Are you going to do some necro storm? Storm. And if so, what snacks would you bring? I think that's the even more mm. important question. Like. I don't know, gummy worms? They're pretty Gummy worms. They're pretty sick. Gummy worms? That's what you went with? Yeah. Okay. No. Okay, I'm not I'm not gonna comment on it. What are you gonna bring? Like a bowl uh, of shit? A huge bowl of shit. No, I always bring Ariba chips or Doritos. Some sort of tortilla cheese chip. Last time I went to a movie, I took ketchup Doritos. Have you ever had those? Ketchup Doritos. Uh, I might have tried them at some point. Yeah? Are you a fan? Oh. I, I, I gotta, gotta just cut that off. Whatever, whatever you're talking about. I, I said, are you a fan? No, whatever you're saying, I don't know. They're, I don't remember them. But oh, okay. I'm, I was going to say, so, you know there's the uh, that line of chips that's like Ridgies? Yeah, I know Ridgies. You know Ridgies? Okay. Yeah, so I know Ridgies. They, 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 they now have like a spicy... Salt and vinegar. Uh, is it spicy salt and vinegar, or is it like is it the spicy salt and vinegar ketchup things? Have you seen those too? I think this is just salt and vinegar, but spicy salt and vinegar. Okay, I'm looking up Ridgie spicy salt and vinegar Ridgies. Yeah, they're old Dutch chips Ridgies. Yeah, but these things, uh, they blow your no. blow your dick off. So they completely outdo all dressed chips. 
Oh, oh yeah, because I mean, all dressed is just like salt and vinegar barbecue and ketchup kind of mixed together. Ah, uh, but like, this is this is just the salt and vinegar, but spicy. With spicy. So it's got it's like all dressed, but with kick. Okay, let me see. Reggie's. I, I recommend. Okay, uh, if anyone is interested, if you go to Amazon.ca, you can get a bag for forty four dollars. Ooh, uh, this maybe... one. <laughs> Just, just one. Not, not a case, like a bag of chips. Single bag. Let's go to Save On Foods, Jarrett, our local uh, grocery store. Do you go to Save On or Safeway when you go grocery shopping? Uh, Save On. Save On. Okay. Well, let's see what Save On has them for. Let's go Ridgies. Ridgies, uh, spicy salt and vinegars, two for seven. So that's a little bit better than the Amazon deal. A touch. A touch. What it's, let's see what other kind of ridges they have. They got all dressed. Oh, Jared, they got bursting onion. <laughs> what do you What do you think that means? I don't know, man. <laughs> what does it mean to burst an onion? <laughs> ridges burst an onion. Like you'll be eating them, and then like later on, you'll be like <laughs> keeping them down because they're busting out. I mean. Maybe, yeah. Like burst an onion. There's an there's sour cream, onion, bacon, and then extra ketchup. No. So you, you're going for the spicy salt and vinegar. Yep. But would you try the burst an onion? I would try someone else's if they opened it up, and I happen to be walking by. You know, so you just see someone in the park, and could, you're in it, and you just kind of like come up behind and uh, help yourself. Could could you repeat that, but then say the product name? Uh, you, you see someone eating some of that old Dutch Ridgie's uh, bursting onion, and uh, you just kind of sneak on over behind them, maybe tap them on the shoulder. They look that way, mm-hmm. and then you just di- you dip in, okay. s- snipe a chip. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. Yep. So uh, I, I just want to reiterate to quote Jarrett Duncan: If I saw someone's bursting onion, I would I would have have a taste. Is what he said. Mm. Verbatim. Check the tape. Sweet can. Sweet can. With a man in the White House? I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, yeah. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. All right. So, Ridgie's Corpse. Corpse. Oliver Granger. Yeah. We're all here. Come We're on all at you. You want to hear from Sam Sanchez? That dude doesn't exist. No subject. Oh well, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He just pops up once every year to yell at me and my my reviews. Hello, chuds. Ooh, coming in hot. He's coming in hot. So I'm back now from apparently abandoning you fellas for about a month, maybe. Uh, it's been since the middle of June. It's been way longer than that. He's totally unfair to us. I was simply waiting in protest until Vince McMahon steps down from WWE, and now he has done so. I'm able to unchain myself from in front of WWE headquarters. So, you guys hear about this? Mm-hmm. Triple H assumes all responsibilities now? Mm-hmm. Will there be actual change now? Will Jared finally watch? Will you? So, um, so yeah. Um, big, big Vinnie Mac uh, mm-hmm. has stepped down. He's um, not just retired. He's resigned um, for, for many reasons, it sounds like. So... Do you think if things weren't happening, he wouldn't have left? If things weren't happening, he wouldn't. You have know, left. no certain buzz of things. Nope. He'd no, you think there. he would have stayed until until death? Yeah. 
Really? Mm-hmm. I think okay. the, the circumstances of his, uh, the, the, the word getting out that he has spent like 12 or $14 million on uh, hush money, essentially, mm-hmm. um, paying women that he uh, was carrying on with, either willingly or through coercion or whatever. Yeah. Um, but we don't know because, you know, NDAs were signed with the, the exchange of this money. Okay. But, but then, the then uh, so he, it seemed like he was not going to go at all. Yeah. And then he retired on Friday after uh, the stock market closed. Okay. And then he, then the word actually came out the Monday, which everyone started going, uh-oh, that means something bad's coming along for him yeah. or whatever. And it was that, oh, yeah, no, the... Because there was always this claim that Vince McMahon was using his own money to pay these women off, but in does fact, that, does that check out? Well, no, because well, supposedly, no, the the company was, and but he's going to pay them mm. back. But they, well, when, yeah. But when they filed their you know income tax stuff, you know, with the IRS, they said they were. I don't know what they were doing, hiding this money, burying it. So yeah, until the, until the it was uncovered, they were just like completely ignored it so who gives a shit but then when it came out oh no we meant to fix that that was an oversight <laughs> mm. so he still owns the company uh, i mean it's publicly traded but he's such a majority shareholder with like yeah. with the real stocks that he gets final say on everything but he's he, you won't be seeing him on tv he's not going to be like on site at this stuff anymore he's he's out and triple h is running things does that make you sad? No. No? No, not at all. Don't okay. care. I don't care about Vince McMahon. Like as a uh, a real as an as a, an a, idea. A, he's a real piece of work. I I uh, I think he's entertaining, but I think that it's like no, I don't care what happens to him. So Jared Duncan thinks he's entertaining. He's well, he's he is an entertainer. Well, yeah, yeah, he's a showman, right? I mean, ever? I mean, I. I spent a lot of time uh, researching Vince McMahon. I have uh, a, a folder on a hard drive filled with clips. You have a what, Jarrett? A folder filled with clips, interviews that he's done. I, uh, I, I, I compiled a lot of information about old Vinnie Mac for a pro, for a project that never really materialized. But so you have so, a folder. <laughs> I, I, I think I still have it too. Okay, so you have a folder on a hard drive. Yep. Of, uh, of like is, of like ripped YouTube videos and stuff like that. Is there a burst in onion in there at any point? No, I don't think so. No, no. Okay, okay, okay. So who would who in your dream project who would uh, play Vince McMahon? Well, a, no, this uh, well no, this would just be a straight up documentary. Okay, but, but it's unnecessary forget that. now. Forget well, that. Well, and by the way, Netflix was going to do one, and now they yeah. scrapped it. Well, yeah, because they paid him the hush money. Well, they didn't pay him anything. You know who would be who would be your ideal documentarian other than yourself, I guess. Like, uh, who who would be a good one? The supersize me guy. Yeah, sure. Sure. There's he's the only guy who's ever made documentaries, I think. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but well, actually, well, you know, though, you know who's a big fan of WrestleMania? Who's that? Werner Herzog. Is he? Uh, he he loves the spectacle. He he said one time. Is is there anything that crazy guy can't do? No. Mm. I don't want. No. I I don't want to know. I don't want to know a lot about my uh, guys. I, I like you know. I don't want to know because I'm going to find out one thing. I go, oh boy, here we go. Yeah. No. 
Well, it's like it's him. Tough. It's like him and David Lynch. I'm just. I keep waiting for like, uh, for, you know, for the other shoe to drop and be like, I'm, oh. I I think David Lynch is pretty good. I mean, the weirdest thing he does is the transcend transcendental meditation. But if if it came out that that was like, a, it is a scam. Well, I mean, he's part I, of it. I feel like and he I, 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 it. I yeah, sure. You, <laughs> sure. I feel like he believes it. Yeah, I bet he does. You he, know what I mean? I like know. I. I bet David Lynch is meditating at home, and he's like, "I levitated. I came off the floor." I think he meditates. I think he does it because he's a very angry person. You think? Uh, well, yeah, he does get angry. He does get angry, and we've seen I, it. Everyone laughs it off. His, yeah, his weird uh, kind of fetishization of women and their presentation in all his movies. There's something there. I think, but everyone talks about how much they love him. Like, yeah, that's what that's how it always goes. You think he fetishizes women? You know, in his in his weird way, his uh, there are always these uh, damsels in distress until they're there to destroy you. Oh, yeah. I don't so know. Who, who I like I like, I like David Lynch. I, I like his movies a lot, but yeah. I, I have I have questions, and I don't want them answered. I, I just it, want to be. I want to go through the rest of my life just being like, yeah. But I'll watch the movies. I don't want. I don't want to know anything about these people. Who who would play? Uh, Vince McMahon in a biopic, like a dramatic retelling like, of the story. I feel like you ask me this all the time. I know, but you've never answered. Lance Henriksen now. That's my new answer. Okay. Who would play David Lynch in a biopic? Ooh. Ronald Reagan. Uh, it's got to be someone who is currently of the, the mortal plane. No. No? No. You don't want to change to I, I, I a Douglas, perhaps? I, I, I reject the premise of your question. Not Kirk Douglas, maybe? Quick topics to touch on, oh, yeah. first and foremost. Great to finally hear Corpse last week. Did mm. a great job, and now I need to revisit Jigoku. I saw it once when I bought it on release date and haven't revisited it since. RJ, are you going to buy Jigoku with uh, mere days remaining here in the Barnes & Noble Criterion s- sale that doesn't benefit us anymore at all in Canada? Well, let's see. Jigoku is, on Amazon is $30 for a DVD. Yep. I don't know if it's ever made the jump to Blu-ray. I will not be buying this uh, because we do not have sales up here. If we had the Criterion sales, I would maybe buy a Criterion. Well, we do, but it's that unobstructed view out there. Uh, and that thing's horseshit. Hey? Yeah, they, just, like, they never have stock on anything. It's like, how am I going to get a copy of Kegomusha? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How many you want to get solo? Solo? Con to Parija? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It almost doesn't exist, apparently. Apparently. Next. I forgot yeah. I forget what episode it was on, but Jared mentioned the logo change. At least I think that's what he was referring to and saying he was unaware of that. Well, okay. I remember that being a pretty big deal at the time. I remember not being a big fan of the wacky C when it first came out. In retrospect, mm-hmm. I think some of this had to do with some of the earliest releases being cartoonish or colorful covers that mm. it seemed like a pretty big change at the time. But it's been like 15 years now, and it's still around, so it's now what everyone knows. So it wasn't so much I didn't know that there was a logo change. I definitely knew this because I've been using the covers for so long on the YouTube videos, and I was yeah. waiting for the change. I didn't realize the change happened now was the thing. I knew it was going to come, but I never had actually looked up, when does it happen? And, of course, what a surprise with Eric Roman. 
Bromer. Well, yeah, wasn't your thing uh, just like where it happened, spine number kind of? It, it just snuck up on me, and I and, yeah. I, and I missed it. That's what I, that was my shock. Got you right in the bursting onion, hey? Yeah. I think yeah. the, I like that wacky C. The wacky C? Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It looks good. It's a disc spinning, and it's Whee. a C. Who wouldn't like a C? And, and you know what I mean? It spins, 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 and it shoots out Criterion Collection. Does it, though? It does. Like a bursting onion. Oh. <laughs> well, you better watch out with that kind of talk, friend. You guys also mentioned and how much it is, how much, okay, you also mentioned and how much is too much breakfast. Jarrett was appalled oh. with the meal that RJ ordered, and mm-hmm. usually what I order isn't that far off. Ah, usually see, he's a fan. two eggs, two bacon, two sausage, slice of ham. Fuck off! Oh yeah, <laughs> three <laughs> me- cuts. Oh, you. What's wrong with you people? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hash browns, toast, and two pancakes. Yeah, see, he gets it. I usually look it. for that option on the menu and point to it. Do I finish it? Likely not. But having yeah. all those options are essential. I agree. I agree completely. Yeah, it's the way to go, Jarrett. And Jarrett hasn't, he doesn't know this, but tomorrow he's meeting me at uh, Ricky's All Day Grill. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to get uh, some Grand Forks breakfast. Sugarhead might be there. Corpse might be there. And who knows? Maybe Sam Sanchez will come. Oh, apparently. Nice. I'll call, I'll go for Sam. I'll, I'll watch you guys eat. Well, no, you're going to get one. <laughs> oh, you guys can slam your forks together. Jared, you got to be there. Slap that bacon and sausage between you. Yeah, but you got to have some. It's I'll, not fun I'll, if you don't eat. I'll have a, an orange juice. It's not fun. Sure it is. You got you got to go for the it's challenge. Orange. Just like purge yourself tonight so that tomorrow you're hungry. <laughs> uh, what do you mean by purge? You can fill in that, that blank however you choose to. Get a burst in onion and you'll, you'll feel better. Final topic. Uh, Only acceptable toppings on a hot dog or ketchup and mustard. Sometimes a mustard mm. dog is good enough. This does not apply to chili dogs as they are entirely different. That is I, it, I kind of agree. RJ is a fucking nerd. I agree. I, I don't agree with anything Sam said now at all. With that kind of language. <laughs> that kind of talk. Yeah, man. All of the internet knows what he said. Ketchup and mustard. All of the internet knows what he said. Shameful. Do you ever have, like, beans, though, in your fridge? And, like, hot dogs? Like, you know, like, pork beans? And then, like, you're just like, hmm, maybe I should throw this shit on the, on the Barbie. <laughs> Say that. <laughs> I was like... You see that? And you go, hmm, maybe I should give up. Give up on what? Just give up. Well, uh, Jared, I mean, I mean, uh, people might be, uh, be, you say stuff like that. People might be uh, asking if you're okay. Right. People might be questioning your well-being. Do, you, do I need to send a wellness check your way? Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm here. You're okay. That, that this is the weekly... Um, wellness check mm. oh i see yeah so if like one day i show up and you're not here just keep just li- keep living yeah is that what i do just keep on keeping on okay 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 i can do that i can do that easy i can do that real easy real easy uh yeah sam's a nerd 
The language. Come on. I disagree. You don't think Sam's a nerd? No. Nope. Shows what you know. Mm-hmm. Nerd. You could have tossed out there a, uh, I don't know. Want to hear from Rob Beagle? Yeah, sure. Okay. What's up with Rob Beagle? Uh, an email entitled, Hacky Sack? Not for oh. me. Oh. Hello, creeps. And kudos to Corpse for his star turn as guest host last week. Mm-hmm. I agree with Corpse's comments about the black phone. Oh. I, too, felt it was a movie with one good idea that it didn't know how to build on. Yeah. So it added extraneous plot threads, the psychic sister, the coked up brother, who added nothing to the story except they filled time and added a couple of obvious fake outs. Yeah. Well, I mean... Uh, I didn't uh, I didn't talk about it too much last week, but it's a short story by Joe Hill, right? So I think like moving to movie, I think they had to like add stuff to it because I read it, but it was a long, long time ago. I remember it being okay, but I, I think it was pretty short. Like it's not a long story, you know what I mean, Jared? Mm-hmm. I think it's a long one. What are we talking about? I checked out Corpse's suggestion. Oh yeah, the horror movie Coco D Coco Da. Oh. I don't want to sound like one of those who hates this guys. So I'll just say <laughs> it wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah, that's polite. It's polite. Very polite. Following Sugarhead's suggestion, I'd defo be up for a creeps meetup for breakfast at Ricky's, followed oh. by lunch at Taco Time. Well, as soon as Rob Eagle, as soon as you can get over here, Rob Eagle, we uh we will definitely make that happen. Mm-hmm. You can stay at Jared's house. And uh, we'll go for breakfast, and then we'll go to taco time after. You can try the sauce. You can try the sauce. You're going to love it. However, I'm not sure I could contribute much to the proposed hacky sack game. Mm. While I'm totally inept at organized sports, I'd certainly be up for a spirited game of charades. Movie titles, of course. Here in Borkshire, I'm quite a charades legend. I I well recall the time my pals all sat open-mouthed as I pulled off 12 angry men in under a minute. You just go like this. One, two, and then you do the dink. You see this? Yes, RJ. You see this? Yeah. Do you see this? RJ, can you pull off 12 men in under a minute? Little angry men? I feel like I've been had. (laughs) Regards, R.O. Beagle. I feel like I ate the onion on that one. You know what I mean? Just like that apple bite sound. I, I, I. Roe Beagle. Got him. I, I, I. And finally, Justin Peterson coming in under the wire. Oh, shit. Sweet, hot, dripping, dirty, wet, sexy summer. And where did the time go? Is this Rob Eagle? Excuse me? What are we talking about here? Hey, Jared and RJ. What's happening? Yeah. How is it the end of July already? Which means back to school is sadly right around the corner. Mm-hmm. For America goes back to school real early. Yeah, we don't. That's wild. Wild. Yeah, we, I mean. we usually don't go back until September. Right. So. It, oh, like, well, what do you mean usually? Usually, always. Uh, well, this year I heard from an inside source, Jared. Scoops, that for, scoops. First day of school in Creepsville, August thirty first. Mm. So I mean, that's close, but that like, is so lame. 
yeah, it's like, how are you going to celebrate those late August birthdays? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, imagine being a kid and your birthday is like right at the end of summer and everyone's like, sorry, can't come over for your birthday. Getting ready for school. Got to go to school. First day of school is tomorrow. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, even if, say I was even invited to like, like Bruce Valanche's birthday, if it was the day right before school, I wouldn't go. What do you think Bruce Valanche's birthday is? I imagine he's going to get one of those huge breakfasts. And then he's going to the parking lot too, but not for hacky sack. <laughs> Where he's going to purge? Well, he's going to do something. November 23rd, 1948. What happened there? That's when he was born in New York no. City. No, I'm pretty sure that's not it. As far as I know, I'm pretty sure Bruce Valanche's birthday is right around the corner. It is on August 30th. It's going to be incredible. Speaking of heat, any memories of those mid-90s volcano movies with Dante's Peak and, of course, Tommy Lee Jones' Battle in Lava in L.A. and Volcano? Uh... I don't remember the movies a whole lot, but I do remember I went to like Universal Studios when I was like eight or nine. And uh, on the tour, you went through the thing where it was like a rotating room of lava and it made me so sick. I think I threw up. Oh, there you go. So take that as it is. Well, I I vividly remember and I've talked about this, I think, before uh, Volcano. Mm. The, the scene where I think it's like a firefighter or paramedic. He's like, got to see these kids from like the lava that's engulfed the ambulance maybe. Mm-hmm. And the guy jumps feet first into the lava and then he has, and he can throw the, which is not enough for him to like then throw the child outside mm-hmm. of the range of the lava. And the Naturally. man starts like burning and melting into the lava. Naturally. Yeah. There's uh, nothing wrong with horrified, that. Horrified, horrified young Jarrett. It's really, well, not, really, it's dark, man. It's, a, it's like it's real heroism, but it's like, it's, what a way to go. Yeah. Did you say it was Dark Man, the Liam Neeson movie? Dark Man. Well, it could be Dark Man Two. Is that is that also a movie? What about Dark Man Three? Die, Dark Man, Die. What about what about that movie that you just said? Yeah. Is that the is that the one? Dark Man Three. Yeah. Are those real movies, Jared? Yes, they are. Direct are you video. serious? Yeah, there's three dark mans. You don't, but what? You don't believe me? No, I don't. Oh. I'm I'm looking this up. Dark, dark man. Okay, let's see. Dark. What's the sub? It, what's the subtitle? Dark man. Dark two. man two. The return of Durant. Yeah, Larry Drake. Dark man three. Die, dark man die. Yeah. And have you seen this film? I have never seen. I don't think any of the dark man sequels, but I. Definitely watched uh, a VHS tape that had a like you know preview trailer before the real movie for Darkman Two and Darkman Three. Uh, I was watching this with friend of the show Lawrence Krysak. Ah, that guy's and, horrible. And man, oh man, we lost our shit laughing. Like we were kids at yeah. how fucking funny Die Darkman Die is. <laughs> I mean, it... I was so ninety six. I guess that's like I don't know. That was twelve or thirteen. And I and even then I was like, come on. I mean, to be honest, it sounds kind of cool. <laughs> does it? Like die, dark man, die. Die, dark man, cool. die. The, does... the dark man, the the Bart, the 
You see what I mean, Jer? Mm-hmm. See, it sounds cool. Everyone's having fun with it. Yeah. Just let your hair down once in a while, Jer. Oh, wow. I mean, I'll let you do that. You're wet, wet, shaggy over here. I, I'll let something down. I'll try to make some bangs here for you. I'm not letting As... down those 12 angry men, though. In what way? Goat movie question of the week. Yeah. With Dante's peak in mind. What are Pierce Brendan Brosnan's best movies? Who? Pierce Brosnan. Old James the Bond. Or Uh, AKA Dr. Fate. I was going to say, I think his best movie is without a doubt that Black Adam movie. Yeah, that looks incredible. So that's like, uh, that's got to be the best one. It was kind of fun to see him as the boyfriend we love to hate in Mrs. Doubtfire. Uh, yeah, he's great in that movie. What about see- Mamma Mia? I haven't seen Mamma Mia, Me neither. unfortunately. But um, you've seen Mrs. Doubtfire, correct? I have. I have seen that movie. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mean, honestly, it might be Mrs. Doubtfire. I've seen twelve movies of his. Mm. I think it's Mrs. Doubtfire, guys. It's not the lawnmower man. What about uh? Gray Fox? Gray Fox? Yeah. The Ghost Rider? Are you talking about the Ghost Rider? The Ghost Rider. No, 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 no. Oh. The, uh, I'm looking at his thing. Uh, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. What about Bag of Bones? Gray Owl. Remember when oh, he played okay. Gray Owl? The, the, Can't say. The, the fake Native American. Oh, cool. Archie Gray Owl is a trapper in Canada. Jarrett. Trapper turned uh, conservationist who claimed to be an Aboriginal North American. Look, look at this, Jarrett. Canadian government hires him to save the beaver in a con- uh, conserved by Lake Ajoan in Prince Al- uh, Albert National Park. He mm-hmm. writes a biography. Wow. This sounds great. Wow. Anyone, wow. It's on Hoopla. If anyone wants to watch it. Hoopla. Yeah. Yeah. Gray Owl looks cool. It's Canadian. You ready for this, RJ? Yeah. Is it tasty, Creepsville Edition? Uh oh. So how is that Firestone restaurant and bar place? Oh, I mean, Firestone's okay. Here in here in the states, we just go to Firestone to overpay on car repairs. Whoa! I just have to note that it says you can get curbside pickup uh, on rum drinks from this place, so watch out. Firestone does that? Well, I'm sure, I feel like that was, uh, that was a one COVID of those COVID thing? things. Mm-hmm. Um, to drink for must me, have taken off. Yeah. coconut lemonade cocktail, appetizer, lobster crab dip, Ooh. then wild mushroom pork tenderloin. And then finally, Ooh. them donuts to round things out. Oh, they'll round you out. Okay, so here's the thing. Jared, have you gone to Firestone? Yes. Okay, so uh, we, uh, before COVID, um, my family used to go for brunch like once a month on Sundays. And we would go to Firestone uh, after our normal brunch places closed down, like uh, the Lodge, Jared, mm-hmm. Anton's. And uh, you remember the Beef Eater? <laughs> yeah we used to go to the beef eater a lot but those places both closed so then for a while we were going to places like firestone and we go over there for brunch now here's the thing jay peterson them donuts they're not a dessert they're an appetizer 
So when you go for breakfast, you got to get a couple orders of them donuts for the table as an appetizer before you eat your breakfast. That's the real play. That's the real play. What, what, the real why play. is that? Why, why is this donut not actually dessert? Because that's the way we did it. I see. Actually, I think on their breakfast, on their brunch menu, I think it is actually uh, it's under the appetizers and not under the desserts. Mm. But they're pretty good. At, it's they like good. they're just like the donuts, but then they have the three dips. There's chocolate dip. Uh, I don't know, some kind of um, custard. And then like the the jam, the jams where it's at here. That raspberry jam dip. Ooh. Well, where it's at is they uh, their syrup. Yeah, the syrup's pretty good. See, I always get a side of pancakes when I when I would go there for breakfast. Mm, what, a sh- what a shock! How, <laughs> mu- how much ham you eating? Well, so when I would go there, I would get a steak and eggs. Yep, would be my breakfast. But I with, would want to, pancakes to go, to go along with your donut appetizer. Yeah, so donut appetizer, steak and eggs, and then uh, me and uh, me and Daddy O, we would get a, a side order of pancakes to split. He would usually just take one, and then I would take the other two. But. Uh, mm. Yeah, their uh, eggs Benedict eggs Benedict aren't bad either. Most places have decent enough eggs Benedict, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna go with the breakfast uh, for uh, Firestone. I'm gonna say steak and eggs, but you gotta have the donuts for an appetizer, not a dessert. That's my that's my intel. Okay. Ooh. I'm looking at their menu here. It's been uh, it's been a minute since I've been there. You know when uh, they were filming? Here's a here's a little movie trivia for the fans out there, Jared. When they were filming Interstellar, the Christopher Nolan hit, they were staying at that hotel, and uh, John Lithgow had a cheeseburger at Firestone. Ah. <laughs> so just so you guys know, that's what happened. John Lithgow had a cheeseburger at the Firestone. Yeah. And he said, "Nice burger." You think you know what? I bet you they all took shits in that building. Uh yeah, probably. Yeah. You gonna go scoop the bowl? Oh, I mean, my bag. Where did where did he stay? Where's that? Where's that turlet? Where's the turlet? Yeah. I mean, I've gone in that bathroom a few times. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, maybe, maybe you have. I mean, I have. I'm telling you, I okay. have. Allegedly. I'm telling you, it happened. Okay. So yeah. what are you gonna get? Family meal deals. You're gonna get a family meal deal. Which one? Check Chicken Bellagio, one hundred and ten dollars. Feeds forty six people. You're getting a chicken Bellagio. <laughs> Just reading what's under the family meal deals. Okay. Uh, we can get ourselves some home style meatloaf for a hundred and five dollars. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Hundred and five. How how big of a serving is this? What kind of family it is feeds this four to six people? Okay. Mm, I don't know where um where the market price on this sort of thing goes, but I think you could probably make a meatloaf for less than one hundred and five dollars. Yeah, I'll make you a meatloaf for uh like well, okay. eighty bucks. You also get okay. This is the thing. So you get mashed potatoes, seasonal vegetables, oven roasted tomatoes, and Forno baked breadsticks. They say forno, so it sounds classy. Forno baked bread. Do you think it's just soda crackers? How about $105 for ginger beef and Asian chicken duo? There's Chinese restaurants that'll do it better. Guess what? They'll even throw in the fortune cookies. Yeah, that's absurd. $105 Mm -hmm. for two plates of fucking Chinese food? That's crazy. These people, they're, they're thieves. 
you can get a hundred dollars of Chinese food easy, easy in town. But that's food that's gonna for, fill and, you for, and you get a, a variety, not just yeah. two things. Yeah, that's nuts. A hundred dollar meatloaf is fucking Re- very, very, very reasonable, right? Unbelievable is what I would say. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He's coming in. That's the thing. Uh, then they have their dessert shop. They have hmm. oh, a cheesecake because they used to be the cheesecake. They did. They did. They used to be the cheesecake. Do you, uh, do you, when, you when you had your donuts, do you dip them in that butter stuff they got on the side? I always do the jam. I like the okay. jam dip. Yeah. I like the jam dip. I think it's like custard or something. Yeah. Something like that. But big jam boy. Big jam boy. I like jam too. Um, game to the game talk. Simpsons versus X-Men versus TMT. Which one is mm. the best arcade fighter? I would have to go with Simpsons <laughs> since it is the only one I have beat. But we just got a new TMNT arcade fighter game for console. And it is awesomely just like the old school games like Turtles in Time. That's all for now. May the creep be with you. Best from Big J Money Peterson. Always nice to hear from our people. Uh, yeah, that new uh, Ninja Turtles game does look awesome. Does is there, look good. Is there a new one? Yeah, there's a new one. It, it's made in like Turtles in Time style, so it's like Excellent. an arcade beat 'em up. It looks good, actually. Um, I would yeah, say nothing beats I would say, tur- Turtles in Time's uh, yeah, an all-time banger. Yeah, way, be- I'd say, way better than. I mean, yeah, it's the best. I'd say that one is the best, and then in terms of playability, Simpsons comes next, and then the X Men one. The X Men one was you wanted to play that one most yeah. because you could be so many different X Men, but it was the hardest one. You know what was actually a good uh, beat 'em up was uh, Scott Pilgrim, done in oh, the, yeah, uh, I've Brian Lee O'Malley style. That one's really good. Yeah, I've heard that from people on the yeah. internet. Sources. Yeah, people that exist on the internet. Cool. I don't want to like out anybody. Okay. You know, like not not like out them. <laughs> right. Or leave them exposed. Yeah. Just in other ways. Okay. I would say. Okay. All right. Just in other ways. Well, that's it for emails. Thanks, everybody. Oh, baby. We did it in an hour. Holy shit. All right. Hey, RJ. Yeah. What you been creeping on this week? Jared, I watched a lot of shit. I noticed. I watched a lot of shit. You're logging. Well, it's things are loggable. Um, that's cool. I'll go, I'll go through a few quick things. Uh, I watched some true crime uh one doc one or two docs one reenactment we finished that under the banner of heaven it's good it's good i think you would like that Mm -hmm. i talked about that before so i won't talk about it too much Mm -hmm. but uh we did watch another fundamentalist uh mormon thing on a keep sweet pray and obey you know about this you hear about this i saw you logged it it's uh about warren jeffs and uh the Mm -hmm. fundamentalist mormons Are, are you gonna watch big love now no no, I don't want to make light of the situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it stars, but I, it stars your favorite actor. I, I know who it stars. But I feel like those people are complacent in these things. Just like in this documentary, when they took all the kids away, and then Larry King and Oprah were there, and they were just like, give them their kids back. It's like, you guys are, uh, you guys are complacent in the crimes that are going on here by uh, profiting on this. You know what I mean, Jarrett? Mm. So I'm holding Oprah and Larry King personally responsible for okay. this. All right, is what I'm saying. Uh, it's uh, it's a good good watch. It is um, rough as you would uh, likely imagine. 
but uh, it's good. It's a, a lot about the, the ladies who ran away and then, uh, you know, told people. And you're just like, good for you, sister. Solidarity. Uh, so that one was good. We watched another one called Murder on Middle Beach, which it's this guy who's filming a doc about his mom's murder. And it's like he everyone in his family thinks his dad did it. But then his dad's like, your aunt did it. And then the aunt's like, your sister did it. And the sister's like, yeah, the aunt did it. But maybe dad did it. And then it's kind of like, it's like that. Uh, it's it's okay. Um, the story is interesting. It was a lady who was in one of those like uh, mix or that was like multi-level marketing things. Like those gift table, like uh, kind of like scam things. So that's kind of interesting. But like he's not really, this is on HBO, but uh he was like a kid making this, like it was his film project for film school. And it's kind of like it shows. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so I was kind of like, eh, it's okay. So that was all right. And then I, I watched a, a movie called Bad Trip, Jerry, oh. which is Eric Andre. And the reason I watched this was because I realized this is the unofficial fifth Jackass movie. Yes. Uh, because it was Jeff Tremaine and those guys. Uh, well, actually not fifth, but this would be this came out between three and four. Um, but it's Eric Andre's uh, prank movie. Uh, him and uh, what's that guy's name? Lil Rel Howery or something. Lil Rel Howery. Uh, it's like them uh, doing like uh, prank skits to people. But uh, there is like there's a through line narrative. Uh, like there's a story in play. I don't I don't think it needs a story. Um, I think that's maybe to appeal to younger people who actually like maybe aren't really familiar with Jackass. You know what I mean? Okay. To kind of like lead them through the skits. Some of the skits are pretty good. Um, Some of the skits are okay. So, I mean, you would maybe, you would maybe get a little bit out of some of them, but uh, I think on the whole, you kind of be like, I'd rather just be watching Jackass. You know what I mean? Hmm. Is Eric Andre good in it? I, don't, I mean, yeah, he's decent. He's kind of a... Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's someone I don't really know very much about. Like, I've seen the memes all over the yeah. place. You I, never watched any of his show? Uh, like, his interviews? Not not in any depth, no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all you gotta do... You, all you gotta do is watch, like, two or three of them, and then you'd be like, okay. I got, like, you, you know how they all go. Like, he just... He'll get an actor or someone in and do something really uh uncomfortable and like very strange and weird to them there there's there's some really funny ones but it sounds like uh zach elfinakis is between two ferns kind of but way more. uh way more extreme yeah. like a person will be there and then like a naked man will fall through the roof through like the table and then like start hitting the people or something like that like uh like there's a lot of people have left that show like actors and been like they, they were like fuck this guy like they're not in on the joke like they would be on Zach Galifianakis's. You know what I mean? Uh, like I remember Mac DeMarco was on there and he's singing and ninjas come out and start hitting him with swords. And he was just like those fucking guys. He's like, they were actually hitting me. He's like, I had welts on my body for like three days. Or like, it's like stuff like that, you know? So I think, I think you would like some, some of them. <laughs> well, I think, see, it gets better when he starts saying they were really hitting me. He's like, they were really hitting they, they me. They left marks for days. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I think you'd like I, if you just looked up Eric Andre show, whatever the first like three most watched ones are, just watch those and you'll get a good feel for it. So I, I watched it because I was like, oh, this is like jackass adjacent kind of. OK. 
you know. Uh, and then I watched Dread because we were talking about it. And I got to tell you, Jared, Dread holds up. Dread is so good. Dread is sweet. Dread is so good, man. Uh, this is what a Criterion movie should be. It's Dread. It's genuinely good. Ooh. It's just really good. This is what Criterion should be. Yeah. Dread, well, my re- my review, I, I actually mean it. It's like Dread is, makes you feel the way movies are supposed to. You're watching it and you're just like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, do it. Hit him with the incendiary bullet. That's awesome. It's cool stuff. So that's another movie. But I watched a bunch of those. And then I watched some Star Trek movies. And I don't know. Do you want me to talk about them now? Do you want me to talk about them at all? I don't know. Because I guess it's, it's all dependent on whether or like, not I rewatch these and then watch the third movie. Ah. Well, I mean, I, I have them on blues. If you want to meet me at Ricky's tomorrow, I can I can lend you the Blu-ray set. Would oh, you think they'll let us watch them there at Ricky's? I mean, yeah, they, they have they, like fifty TVs. Yeah, they they could spare one, and yeah. uh, I'll watch it without the sound on. Yeah, that's how movies are meant to be watched in, yeah. in a public restaurant. Subtitles uh, or no? No. Oh, okay. Okay. No, no, no sound. You're just watching it half out of your like you know yeah. at half glance while eating and like meeting for like a two hour uh, breakfast with a bunch of people, and then you're mm-hmm. like, kind of like watching the movie. And you go, okay, I've got I've got a review for this. Yep. Yeah, I think that's totally fine. Yeah, if you want to watch them, I'll, I'll definitely wait. I'll okay. wait for sure. The, with that in mind, any of those movies I talked about interest you at all? Uh, I bet I mean, you'd like the, the Keep Sweet one, I, just out of morbid curiosity. Right. I mean, I would watch Bad Trip. Yeah, I think I don't know about this murder on Middle Beach business. I, no, don't watch murder on Middle Beach. It was fine, but we kept hoping something better would happen. It didn't uh, keep sweet was good. Like I, I knew Warren Jeffs, but I didn't know like in depth oh. the story about it. And like, so for me, like a lot of that stuff, I was like, I didn't know. Like, that's how that happened kind of thing. So so it was it's a really like the keep sweet one is actually really well done but if you're already familiar with like everything that guy did but uh it does get there's like audio of uh and like one one good thing i actually do like it's kind of like the climax of the whole thing uh in the for like the last episode is uh they tour the uh the temple he built built and they get down into those secret rooms Ooh. it's uh and you're you're watching and you go oh you go, oh dear. So it's a uh, pretty, pretty horrible. That was good. And yeah, Under the Banner of Heaven is good too. That's not a doc. That's just like, um, you know, reenactment of uh, that story. Right. But you should check out Bad Trip. Okay. If you're, I watched it last week. Uh, I I logged it. What day did I log it? I I didn't log it the day that I started watching it. I think I started watching it after we did. Uh, the podcast with corpse because i had like 20 minutes in me or something i was like i don't want to watch anything too serious so i threw that on and it was good you know i got you so what about you jared what, what have you been creeping on uh not much i i okay. watched uh what did i have on there on youtube there yeah. was a i was like i don't know what i even maybe it was like a random documentary about the history of electronic music i just sure. i just put it on because it'd be interspersed with you know music i like and then yeah. it, it went over to this one called uh, it was like Joy Division, the Poster Children of Post Punk. Yeah, surprised you watched that. It was just on YouTube, so it's like an hour long, and mm-hmm. I mean it touches upon stuff that was in Twenty Four Hour Party People ages yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. It's serviceable. 
Sure. It's nothing to write home about. Yeah, neither are we. You could uh, learn everything about this via Wikipedia, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's nice to have it in documentary form. There's a good uh, Joy Division movie called Control. Yeah, there's that one All too. about Ian Curtis. I, I'd say that's probably the one to watch. Joy Division. Or not. I mean, if you're a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, there's that. That's it, hey? That's, yeah, that's all the movie things that I watch, but... Well, that's okay. But wait, there's more. <gasps> oh. Because for the Patreons... Uh-oh. There, uh-huh. See, it's happening. Uh-oh. It's happening, folks. You're, you're getting some, some stuff Content. stolen from you. Content. You got, if you want it, you got to pay for it. We're, mm-hmm. we're withholding our services. Mm-hmm. Unless you're willing to pay the price. Hit him with the content, Jerry. Because what what are, what are we withholding, RJ? Uh, I think we're talking about um, po- the next Star Trek series. And I know what you're saying. Oh, RJ started watching Star Trek Discovery. No. I mean the actual next Star Trek series. Right, Jerry? That's right. Perhaps we're, uh, the only next Star Trek series. The real Final Frontier. The real Final Frontier. Have you ever thought to yourself... Wait a minute. Watching Star Trek, the original series. Mm-hmm. I thought they said five-year mission. This show only ran for three lousy years. Ooh. Well, we're, we're going to... We're gonna, well, if you want to know more, you're going to have to join us on yes. Patreon to find out more. As we talk about a little YouTube series. <gasps> Which one? Star Trek Continues. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. People are like, holy shit, I love, I love Star Trek so much. They're going. They're they're clamoring for it. They did, want it. Did I say Star Wars continues or Star Trek continues? You said Trek. Okay. Just making sure. I think I was just yeah. making sure because I'm like I might have just said Wars. Nah, you said it. Okay. Good. Good. Well, not now that that confusion's out of the way, we're going to hop over. A top over. And then people can listen to a, a wonderful interlude, and then we'll we'll glow about how wonderful a job that we've done. Yes, we will. Unless, and, it's, uh, unless it's disastrous, then you'll not hear about it. No, nah, we'll be fine. We'll pretend that it was amazing. Yeah, we'll be good. Yeah, one way or another, it was amazing. Yeah. And only the people who are willing to pay to hear us, they'll they'll know. Well, they'll, they'll know if I come back from the bathroom. Right there you go. There's that, too. Stay tuned. Hot dog, RJ. Hot dog. Did we have a wiener? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Ooh. What was that like? Man, people, if only people knew. If only they knew. How, how, how can they know? It's, 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 it's too hot to handle. Uh, it sizzles. Does it sizzle and steak? Oh, yeah. So, uh, what are you talking about, Jerry? Well, if you put that episode out on the sidewalk on a day mm-hmm. like this 
You could eat that. That would be a real tenderloin. How tender? Tender. Tenderloin. Mm-hmm. Um, so how how do you how do how do how do people how how do people do that? They gotta hop over patreon.com slash oh, criterion sweet. creeps. Did you even type it into Google? Patreon Criterion Creeps. You know, and give give us the little bit give us a dollar and you will get yourself a little taste of Frig Trek that- Continues. Frig. I mean, they might not be able to monetize uh, their content, but we can monetize ours. Talking about their show. How do you, you like? How do you like that CBS? You think Rod Roddenberry is gonna have words with us? <laughs> no, no one cares about him. He's, he's got his, no say in the matter. His name is Rod Roddenberry. What about Rod Roddenberry? Like knowing people cared less about him. Oh, uh, so it's just CBS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck them. Oh, well, I mean, that sounds incredible. Incredible. Did we, Tune in. Did Tune we in. talk for another hour or something? Oh, it know, was probably. like it was like an hour and 20 minutes. I, I wager Ooh, next week. One hour episode. You heard it here first. Yeah, one of these days we'll get there. Um, any news you want to talk about? I watched the trailers, recent trailers for movies I had not watched trailers for yet for Shazam. <laughs> The the original Shazam or the, the new Shazam? The new Shazam. Okay. And Captain uh, Marvel, you mean? Yeah. And yeah. and Black Adam. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 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 Ne- neither look very good. You know. Not going to lie. I've been following this thing for a long time. The, Dwayne Johnson announced that Black Adam thing like forever. Five, ago. six years ago. Yeah. And he's been saying the same shit over and over again. There's going to be a change in the hierarchy of power in the DC universe. He's been saying that forever, ever. And I, I remember, like, after this weekend for the Comic-Con stuff, like... Then he like, goes, dude, trust me. Dude, trust me. There's going to be a change in power. It's going to change things. And it's just like, it's not. This movie's probably going to fucking suck. But, like he's probably but, gonna but, blow ass. Will he get your money? <clears throat> Not mine. No. I would honestly, I would be more inclined to watch the Shazam movie because uh, I, I read to some Shazam. I don't mind Shazam, and it's it's available on a streaming it, it, thing it, that I own. It's got Fast and the Furious jokes in it. Shazam does. Yeah. That's too bad. Um, I was gonna watch it not long ago, but um, apparently it's a Christmas movie. The first Shazam. So, sure. I'll watch it at Christmas. Okay. Maybe. But, uh, I mean, I'll watch Black Adam when it eventually shows up on Crave in two years. I'd say. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't think that looks very good either. Right. I think The Rock is not good at acting. And he's not as bankable as people think. Yeah, he, but he is. He makes. I mean, he good. makes a ton of money. But yeah, he's his very, movies he's, aren't good. No, but he's bankable. Yeah, yeah. he's not bankable in here. That, you remember what this industry is all about? See what I'm doing there? Hand. I'm doing the hand thing. That, that means the taxes. The thing the, with the hands means the yeah, taxes. That's what this industry is about. It's about the taxes. The taxes. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Those those look not good. Um, yeah, I, I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard Rob Zombie saying anything else this week, so that's good. Yeah, and uh, you don't have any input in all the Marvel stuff. I know you're a big Marvel boy. 
Mm. You're not creaming over the Fantastic Four news? What's what's that? That there's going to be one. Oh, is that a surprise? I mean, no. They this. I mean, Mr. Fantastic was in Doctor Strange. So. Jim? Jim himself. Jim himself, but cool. like, yeah. Now there's going to be that. Did you, I mean, I know you're a big Marvel guy, so are you excited for the Avengers, the Kang dynasty? <laughs> yeah, because I want to be able to go, Kang! Kang! The Conqueror! I When I saw that, I was like, Jared is going to love this. I said, Jared is going to absolutely love this Kang stuff, because not in, not in like a sarcastic, joking way. People don't realize this. Jared loves Kang. Loves Kang. Loves King. Not bad. I love King. Yeah. I, th- I found it funny that uh, they announced those Phase 5 movies, and they're like, anyways, here's Phase 6, because the Phase phase 5 stuff, I think they've already given up on it. Other than Blade. Blade sounds cool, but, I mean, it's not going to be as good as Blade 2, you know? So. Well, shit. You... I guess that's it. Cool. Well, yeah. then... Um, we got a movie to talk about. Do we? No. <clears throat> so we're gonna get to it after the break. Um, we're gonna be peeping in windows. And, Doing what? Uh, peeping. Oh, okay. And uh, running downstairs naked to get the newspaper because we're cool guys. Everyone wants to be like us. What are we doing? <laughs> Being sex pests. Like now? is the Criterion Creeps podcast and tonight we're talking about Solo Con Tu Pareja from 1991 directed by Alfonso Caron. RJ no tagline for this film but a oh. synopsis. Okay. You ready for this? You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Tomas Tomas 
is a young yuppie playboy with a string of discarded girlfriends. But when Sylvia, the victim of one of his adventures, tries to get revenge by typing positive on his AIDS test, Tomas experiences for the first time the realities of love and death. Okay. So, this is a movie. Uh, we discussed at the top of our episode here how mm-hmm. this, episode, this episode almost didn't happen because this movie uh, isn't on the Criterion channel. Mm-hmm. Um, took a little bit of Google magic to locate it on YouTube without subtitles uh, or closed captioning. Uh, managed to locate those. Uh, the alternative at that, that po- at one point was having to like wait a week. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, it had been maybe even like in my mind, uh, uh, you know, skip skip, skip a week. week or or sure. think about this now. Laserdisc episode, boom, out of nowhere. No, I think a skip. Car- I think a sk- chop. Karate we haven't chop. done a skip week in a month or two, so we're overdue. Yeah, I think it needs to be every two weeks. Every two weeks. Yeah, skip week. Go bi-weekly. Ah, bi-friendly, some would say. I see, I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but because of my uh, skills uh, paying the bills, uh, this episode's mm. happening now. And I'm sure RJ is thrilled, thrilled to be doing here. Because I know, mm-hmm. I know... That you are a big Alfonso Cuarón fan, love that Alfonso Cuarón. And you know who the cinematographer was on this bad boy? Uh, his cinematographer, Manuel Lubezki. Man, he's pretty good. Yep. He's pretty good. Pretty terrific. The kids love him. They love that Birdman. Yep. They love that they, Revenant. They love Burn After Reading. They they love it. They love it. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? So yeah, a lot, a lot of big, uh, big heavy hitters in this. Did you know this was at one point in uh, Mexico's top ten films of all time? Is it not there anymore? I didn't look that far into it. I just know that at one point it was. Okay. Um, I think that was like, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't look into this movie at all. Maybe it was just on the page where I went to log the movie. Okay. Well, I saw that somewhere. What? Where does Daniel Jimenez? Cacho rank. Danielle Jimenez Cacho? Yeah. Oh, you mean the star he, actor he from men, Itu Mama Tambia? Jimenez. Jimenez? Uh, I think his best performance is in Get the Gringo, the Mel Gibson movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, I'm looking at his list, and actually, there's there's a few, uh, he's got a few movies that are, like, significant, uh, including the very recent movie, Memoria. Mm-hmm. I know I saw people uh, losing their shit over I feel like you really skirted over Get the Gringo. Uh, well, that's at, that's at seven. No, it's it's not above uh, Kronos and Sama, yeah, uh, Bad Education, and everyone's favorite, What to Mama Tambien. What about E2 Mama Tambien? E2 Mama Tambien? No. Yeah, you gotta learn how to say the 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 Spanish here, Jared. Let me let me hit you. Solo con tu perigia. 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 That's how yeah. you say this. Cool. Nice. Perigia. See, this movie I didn't know anything about, and I just assumed it was gonna be on the channel. It was not, and I went, "Oh damn, is this orderable on Amazon?" Uh, not really. I mean, without paying the price. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tax price. Which taxes. The thing with the hands, and uh, so I, I hadn't, I didn't even really read what this was about. And then I saw RJ log this before me. 
and I went, oh boy. Why did you 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 shouldn't read my reviews before uh before you watch the movie yourself? Why? You don't don't leave them then. For no biases, but I I have to document my uh my stuff. Yeah. So what what do you mean, oh boy? Based on my review. Well, I was like, it's gonna be that kind of picture, is it? I got that because mm-hmm. it's like multifaceted. Because it's like not only do I have to watch this movie, but I'm gonna have to like relive this movie with RJ. And what what's what, what are his feelings gonna be about this? Mm-hmm. That that's sometimes the or the ordeal of uh, yeah. Like all right, solo con to pareja. Let's see what you got. Let's see what kind of movie you are. So this is a 94-minute movie that mm-hmm. I, I was kind of excited about. I was like, oh, shit, 94 minutes. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. It's a 1991 film. Uh, and then I learned it was a comedy. I went, uh-oh, it's a Mexican comedy. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. And by Alfonso Cuaron. I'm like, well, that guy's directed some decent flicks. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he had uh, hit his stride yet at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to find out. So we'll any- see. So anyway... Um, I'm trying to remember how this movie actually opens up. He's plowing abroad. Those are that his, is how it opens. Those are his words. Uh, he's just pounding away on her uh, on a like basically a mattress on the floor, and then she mm-hmm. starts saying, "Hey, get the condoms." And he's like, "What? I can't hear you." She's like, "No, can you get the condoms?" He's like, "Condoms," and he, he you know, he's just like, "What? I'm not, I'm gonna finish here." And she's like, "Oh, you're so good at your coxmanship." That's that's not dialogue. Is that, in the film, is that but verbatim? That's the gist. That's the gist of the scene, I guess. But you're like, whoa, I know a thing or two. I I think in this world, and I go, I don't know. That seems to be a, a violation of a consent here. For, uh, for for laughs. What what was the thing that you said? She said though. Ah, uh, your coxmanship. Oh, okay. Is that consensual or no? Well, I mean, I believe. There's an expression uh, that's come up here and there uh, about working through the no. Oh, that's a Criterion thing. Yeah, that's the John Criterion thing. It's, it's in the uh, John Criterion's Guide to Life. Win, uh, win, winning and losing. That's his coffee table book, right? Uh, well, it's like more. It's small. It's like a, it's like a bathroom reader. Mm. He's got factoids about movie trivia and like kind of life advice. Very popular with your kind of people. Your hashtag people, we'll call them. Hashtag people? Which people would those be? Well, we know the, the ones we're talking about here, RJ. Oh, I see. I one, see. Look, one's looking for advice. Sage oh. advice from old weird men. I see. Who will tell you how to clean your room and such. I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so this is this is how this movie opens up. And you're like, Whoa, this is going to be a rip-roaring, hilarious time, I think. Uh, and w- was it? Well, Thomas is a ad writer. Um, he lives in an apartment building. Um, when he's not plowing broads, he uh, goes to get the newspaper in the morning. And this involves his ritual is he goes out into like this landing of this like five floor apartment. He literally disrobes, only wearing his running shoes, and he runs mm-hmm. naked down the steps as quickly. Mm-hmm. And grabs the paper at the bottom um, in the, of the foyer, does like a little circle, a couple dances, a couple mm-hmm. little secret ups, and then he runs right back up. And I guess this idea is like, oh, he's living on the edge. It's like, this, uh, this, this is actually some, uh, what I would consider some deviant um, behavior. 
Yeah, I forgot to take it, but uh, this falls under the sex criminal. Uh, yeah, thing, I believe. yeah. There, there's a bit. There's a couple of those committed by our our protagonist. Especially because uh, I, at some point it, it is definitely like it is actually sex crime because he is exposing himself to minors. Uh, accidentally, because that's the funny part. Uh, but you're like, but I'm like, wait a minute. He created this situation. It's of his own making. He wants the risk. Like this yeah. is this guy's totally could be convicted of this. One. He says it wasn't my fault. I was getting the paper. Zany. He said, "Why? Why were you naked?" He said, "Because I like to be." It's not my fault that kid looked at it. And then you go, "Hmm." That's a great defense. Hmm. I think that's what the defense he would have taken, right? I think probably. And, and big, big laughs was yeah. says the poster. Big and laughs. He, big. So, anyways, he gets his newspaper. Uh, so this guy it writes copy for advertising, and he's a layabout. He pretends he's sick all the time. I don't understand this thing where he takes his thermometer and puts it up against the light bulb to give himself a temperature. But it's like, well, no one's looking at it. Like, no one's going to come and look at it. Nobody's checking it. So why is he doing this? Um, I think it's to show that he's zany. Right. It's a gag. And everybody knows that he does it because every time he's on the phone call saying, I can't do that. I'm sick. It's like, what? You, uh, you need to replace a new light bulb? <laughs> they, mm. all, they all know he does it. Yeah, I mean, so I don't yeah. that I'm like, okay. Uh that's a, that's something. Yeah, I thought that was I mean, I didn't really I didn't I didn't try to overthink it. I was just like, okay. I was like, I guess that's what it is. Okay. Right. So, he is when he's not slaying, he's uh laying around, not doing anything. He's doing what? Slaying. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's got a, his best friend is yeah. the doctor who lives down the hall in his mm-hmm. apartment complex. Uh, they seem to like entertain him. Um, and he, I don't know. He kind of, he has access to their apartment. Cause I guess like he probably house sits every once in a while, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, yeah, he brings over women, I guess sometimes to his place. Uh, which becomes a coincidence because how does it go? He is going, he has a doctor's appointment with his doctor. And while he's there, he's being challenged by the doctor's current nurse. And she's like, he's not such a big deal. He doesn't, he doesn't seem like he's that much of a womanizer. I don't see, I don't see what's so special. So I guess she's enticed by this energy, even though he's, she's trying to be dismissive. It's Mm a, it's a thing. I like that she it's also like he's there getting tested for AIDS, right? Well, I think he's being tested there for general health stuff and the yeah. doctor's like, "Hey, we're going we're going to give you a, a whole round of testing for everything." Because we know how you are. Okay. Well, it's I'm like the way I took it to is Cuz the doctor cuz the doctor specifically calls for that test. Yeah, but but it's not like I don't think he's there for that. He's just talking about like oh, there's all these things. Like he's trying yeah, to he's, find. He's trying to find. I guess he's trying to find things that are wrong with him, so he can get mm-hmm. out of doing work but still get paid. Uh, yeah, 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 I think so. And so yeah. this doctor's like humoring him, but also being like, "Hey, you should change your lifestyle, you know, bud. We, me, and my wife like you for mm. some for reasons." Yeah, I just I thought it was. I know he's getting tested for all that stuff, but I know that the nurse too is like, I heard, heard you're a real horn dog. And he's like, he's like, want to see? And, and she's, but she's also like, yeah. 
yeah, but it's like, but he's like being tested for this like whole thing. It's like we're gonna test you for a ton of STIs also, and he's like, all right. Yeah. And then she's like, well, I'm not gonna be gentle on you. I'm gonna roughly take your blood because that's my kink. What's yours? Uh, solo con tu pareja is my kink. Pareja. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he winds up. He's gonna have a date. He's going to have a hot date with uh, the nurse mm-hmm. uh, back at his place. But, of course, what timing his boss that he's been ducking, who he's also banging, she wants to call, She wants to make a booty call and get this ad, ad copy. And mm-hmm. she's not going to take no for an answer. So she shows up. Of course, he tells her that he's in the apartment across the way, the doctor who's away. And now he's going to have to do a little bit of that, like, uh, screwball comedying, put emphasis on the screw, um, mm-hmm. and, and bounce between these two ladies uh, on either side of the apartment, which is going to involve some hijinks with bathroom windows and pretending that he's got like bowel issues. But RJ, not only this, not only this, yeah, uh, there's an apartment in between the two apartments, and mm-hmm. as he's walking around the ledge each time, he falls in love. He gazes upon the most beautiful woman he's ever seen, a uh, a flight attendant or a stewardess that just that moved in recently with mm-hmm. her fiance, who's a pilot, and he gazes upon her creepily. Again, another offense, I think, mm-hmm. in the uh, the whole penal code uh, yep. of many countries. Mm-hmm. And, and hilarious, hilarious. I mean, again, I don't think we're supposed to be rooting for this guy, um, but at the same time, I'm kind of like. Ah, uh, someone wrote this film for some reason of being like this guy. Uh, he's such he's such an asshole. People love it. Mm-hmm. People people uh, like cat RJ. People like cats. People watch shows like It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia <clears throat> with Dennis. This is basically a movie about Dennis Reynolds. I mean, yeah, this guy is more playful and at times, but yeah, I don't I don't know what the intent is with this guy. Okay. And like yeah. you know what I mean. So anyway, there, this go this shit goes on forever. Uh, him going it's back a solid and, fifteen. Oh, it felt, it felt this ninety four minutes. RJ felt really long. Yep, it felt real long because there's not a lot of like progression. Um, so, anyways, he's like, there's like these things where it's like, oh, he starts fucking the nurse and then he's like oh, oh I, I i gotta go back to my boss oh just well, hold that hold that for a second and she's just she's not getting what she wants and he's and he's just he's not finishing either and he goes over and then the, the boss jumps his bones and then he like sneaks away and sleeps with the other one say like, oh wait till tomorrow you know because he's depleted rj from all that boning and he wakes up and just before she can take what she wants he's like oh i gotta give it to the other one. Oh, boy mm-hmm. and they go back and forth and now she's mad because she feels like she's been stood up and what was the point of me coming over here if i wasn't going to find out the the real you in terms mm-hmm. of sex mm-hmm. and then of course the he goes back over to where his boss is and then the doctor and his wife come home early and they find his boss in there and she's pissed off about it and then the ner- then the doctor starts telling his employee about what his goofy crazy friend did the other night not realizing that the nurse was this the other mm-hmm. end of this uh, exchange and so now she's like oh that was what's, what's going on and now she's mm-hmm. pissed so she makes the she makes phone calls and the 
her the boss fires the guy, so now he's got no job. But that doesn't seem to be financial stuff doesn't seem to be an issue in this film. People just do whatever they want. They pick up baked goods and then the, and mm-hmm. they shit and they shit in jars whenever they want. They do what? They shit in jars. Remember? Here's my fecal samples. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes. That is, I mean that there's set up to that. Yeah. So here's your jars. You got to do some fecal uh, sampling. It, yeah, that is right. And make sure you boil them first. That's we're not doing that for you here. Yeah. Yeah. You have wait. You have you got to boil them. Yeah, you got to boil those jars. Make sure they're nice and disinfected. Oh shit. Yeah, you have to take care of that. I didn't know. That that will be the next step in uh, Kenny's Alberta. <laughs> well, the the little time that there is of it left. It feels like it, it just keeps going, despite the fact that it shouldn't be. Yeah. Anyways, so um, uh, a woman scorned as this nurse decides to go for the doctor's uh, thing. She gives the actual results of the test, was which is that uh, Tomas is HIV negative. But mm-hmm. she says on his, it's going to go to him as a letter positive to get revenge on him. Uh, it takes quite a while for this letter to find it to him. And this is, mm-hmm. of course, at this point, he's begun now courting the next-door neighbor. And he's obsessed with her and in love with her. And he wants to change his whole life for her. And it's like a real... It's all comedic. Mm-hmm. Very hilarious. Um, because he meets her. He gives, he tries to give her baked goods. And then, of course, when he goes to the hospital to give uh, you know the hospital his jars of shit, it turns out he still has the desserts. Which And he looks up at the plane. And it's like, they never follow up on this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's given people like someone jars of shit hey, which which i thought like prob- laughing... is probably the funniest thing in this uh-huh. it's just jars of shit and no payoff there's no like i don't know that is the payoff i guess but at the same time i'm like oh that's it and it's mm-hmm. all it's all just downhill from there yep or the movie jumps off a ledge <laughs> Well, not quite yet. Yeah. So there's this like ongoing gag about um, everyone being really concerned about this uh, news story coming out of mm-hmm. America of a woman who's microwaved her dog. Uh, yes. You would, would dry it off her dog. And this is like a thing that everybody knows and they keep going back to it because that's comedy. Sure. Uh, but it does tie into the story. So it is mm-hmm. like Chekhov's microwave um, mm-hmm. where eventually um, – when the news does come to Tomas that he's got AIDS big time, he's like despondent. He's like, I got to kill myself. I How much win. does he have it? Big time. Okay. Uh, he's going he's gonna to end his life because mm-hmm. it's over. He doesn't want to live, he doesn't wanna live the well, rest, rest of his days. There's a scene beforehand where he's taking out those Japanese gentlemen to the oh, bar. Oh, yeah. And, the, oh, uh, the Japanese he, characters. And the only reason I bring it up is because it, it's pivotal to his character development where he says, broads. He says, I just can't get enough of broads, man. Because uh, he's talking to these people who don't understand me. And uh, he says, I don't know what it is. I just can't get enough of the broads. Even when I have more than one at once, I just can't get enough broads. And you go, we get it. We understand. You're horny. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what, one of the times also before um, he finds out uh, when, when the film's still a laugh riot, he, he, it seems like things are a little discombobulated because now he's trying to court someone that he likes. Mm-hmm. He's really into because he can't have her because she's so angelic. She's so such a madonna you know and of course mm-hmm. 
he he does his like running down the stairs thing where he runs down there, but he locks himself out, and then all these like women and children start coming out of their you know rooms that they all live in, and he's a sex pest, and he's like, oh, that's embarrassing. And you go, ha, ha, ha. they go hilarious, big laughs. He he got us. So anyways, um, mm-hmm. yeah, he's decided he's going to kill himself. Yep. And he's gonna microwave. He's gonna use this microwave uh, to do it. He's gonna put his head in it and start it up. And he, there's like ongoing gag where he's calling the uh, the pager company for his for his friend doctor to let him know that I'm gonna kill myself and I'm gonna leave the door open so you can find me. And of course, his doctor friend is at this party with the Japanese businessmen doctors or whatever. They're not businessmen. They are doctors, I guess. But mm-hmm. they're partying it up, yucking it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Having a good old time. They're talking about Harry Kiri. Um, and <laughs> well, he 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 says he's gonna do it, and, and it's the only thing the guy recognizes because he's like Harry Kiri, and the guy's like, no, don't, because he was a kamikaze pilot. Yeah, he's like, don't. It's, it's kind of like a, that Kirby enthusiasm when Larry mm-hmm. meets the kamikaze pilot, and Larry's like, well, if he did his job, he wouldn't be here. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. so it's uh, it's kind of like that. Yeah, that's see, that's see, that's funny. See, that's funny, but yeah, I just brought that up because uh, it's the reason he wants to kill himself is because he loves broads so much. You know, he's like, oh, oh, I've been raw dogging this whole time. Yeah, and you know, and he just says that, that, that's, well, the, that's the simplest pleasure I have. Yep, he says it's the he said if I can't keep boning these bitches, oh. oh. That's a verbatim I, quote. That's our. Uh, I think that's some editorializing. No, I R- think RJ's, I had different subtitles. R- R- RJ's preferred uh, verbiage. No, that was in the copy that I had. Uh, Jarrett sent me a copy. Uh, so whatever copy you sent me, that was the one I had. Okay. Um, so uh, yeah, I checked. Uh, I checked that out, and that's what he said. And he said, if I can't do that, then I'm not going to live at all. And uh, so he's like, I'm going to kill myself. And then a uh, girlfriend next door, she's having some problems too, Jerry. Well, well, not yet, though. She doesn't, yet. She doesn't know she has problems yet because she happens to Until come she, back yeah. and sees the door open and sees this guy trying to kill himself. She's like, oh, well, uh, can you, like, uh, help me get into my apartment? Because mm-hmm. I left my, forgot my keys and my, my fiancé's away. And he's like, yeah, sure, I can do that. I'll walk out on the ledge for you and break into your place and then of course he does that and he, what does he find inside the apartment he sees the fiance banging another broad broads oh, rj men are what? men are disgusting well i mean not me and so of course he sees this and then he kicks the key he goes out it's like hey here's the key but uh, uh for your own good you maybe you shouldn't go in there mm-hmm. and she's like oh i'm sure it's like a mess <laughs> and then she goes in and then she's heartbroken and she comes in and she's like i'm so sad too i'm gonna kill myself we should microwave ourselves together and he's like yeah sounds like that's a great idea but then they're like no let's not do that let's jump off the whatever the latin american international building. tower yeah and uh yeah so then uh the, the, the more messages are left for the doctor's paging company it's becoming more irate with these ridiculous uh messages and who keeps feeding them to the doctor and of course he finds out because the the finally the nurse who's at this shindig mm-hmm. admits oh hey yeah, i told your patient that he had told him he has aids and everyone thinks that's hilarious 
because mm-hmm. the guy's such a cat. He's like, <laughs> he's gonna be so depressed. Oh, <laughs> he's start... he's gonna kill himself. Well, then <laughs> when they find that out, they also laugh about it, and they go, "Yeah, no, I probably should do something about it." Oh, I feel really bad about. it. And then there's like car chase, like not quite a car chase, but like a race to save yeah. the day or a race to kill yourself. Mm-hmm. All climaxes on top of a building, and there's some some boning. There's what? on top top of the world boning. You know. Okay. Yeah, remember that. And it just like it seems to be just continually driving home. It's like, man, this guy—he's just like the greatest lover that's ever been. Uh, that's that is what he says. You know, and yep. uh, the day is saved, basically, and it mm-hmm. kind of just ends. Everyone has a good laugh. Everyone and goes right. home. No one kills themselves. Not that we saw. Uh, at least. The reconciliation. Uh, oh, and then, yeah, we, and then creepy Tomas is, like, on the plane looking at his flight attendant girlfriend now and just, like, staring at her real hard and weird. Mm-hmm. And that's the final shot. It's It kind of has a Eric Romert-style ending. So what is the moral of this story, do you think, Jared? Um, make him laugh. Make Interesting. Make him laugh. Make him laugh. Um, I don't know. It's a comedy. Is there a moral? It doesn't say one moral tale, so I, I, is, is that not the English translation? Solo means one, contu parija means moral hmm. tales. Do you know the one moral tale? Do you know the title of this film in English as it was marketed as? Yeah, one moral tale. Love in the time of hysteria. Oh, yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this guy. Uh, our uh, Daniel Jimenez Cacho. He's got those, like, that Jerry Seinfeld, Paul Reiser vibe to him. He's even at one point rocking mm-hmm. the, like, the shirt with the tie tucked into his jeans look. I think when he's going to kill himself. Mm. It was 1991, after all. I mean, yeah, yeah. He he, he gives off a vibe. Yeah. It's, it's a definite vibe. But, yeah, I mean, the movie is, like, a movie. It, it sure. seems like it's well made enough the acting seems fine enough uh but boy oh boy it's like not particularly funny at all and Mm -hmm. the pacing of this i felt was like interminable like it it felt so long at 94 minutes which was was strange because there's times where i wasn't like hating watching it or anything like that but every time i'd look at how has it only been like three minutes? <laughs> like, I don't know. There's something off. If, I mean, this is his first feature film, I do believe as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was. So it's a first film. But yeah, I, I've I've seen some pretty good first films, and uh, I don't know. American movie that was their I, first film, right? What's that? Nothing. Oh. First films. Nothing. First, first films. Yeah. What do you say? Uh, yeah, I've seen some good first films. Mm-hmm. And this is definitely not one that I was uh, super stoked about afterwards. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, huh. But I did see Sean Baker on Letterboxd. He said that if he had seen this, if, if, it had, sorry, if it had a proper release in 1991 in the U.S., it would have left the same impact on him as the Reservoir Dogs, Sex, Lies, and Videotape, and other very strong debuts from that era. Sean Baker said that? Yep. Okay. Yeah, he's a big fan. I'll add that to my notebook. Yeah. Of things Sean Baker says. He says a lot of things. He'll talk about lenses. 
He says a lot of things. Auraflex. Wow. Butterflex, I think, is one of the lenses he uses. I think he might be here. So anyways, big big not recommend. Okay. Um, I think, to me, this is like maybe for the Criterion Completionist slash Alfonso Cuaron Completionist, which I don't even think it's necessary because I didn't really feel like there was anything that stood out to me that um, the stuff that people are into with his movies isn't mm-hmm. really here. I mean, if this is like, if this guy you think is going to be like your guy and one of your favorite filmmakers ever, then probably watch it. But yeah. uh, I mean, I tried watching uh, Great Expectations, the one mm-hmm. with Ethan Hawke, and I didn't really care for that much at all. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not as uh, head over heels with that Prisoner of Azkaban as others. Uh, Children of Men, though, uh, was pretty cool in theater. Uh, yes. Gravity is a one-time view. Roma is hideously overrated. Yep. And so, yeah, that's kind of... And I've never watched A Little Princess. So I, I'd say that now, on the whole, Alfonso Cuaron is just one of those guys who's... Uh, he's, like a, he's like a one-hit wonder for me. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not far behind you. I think Children of Men is incredible. And I, I think Prisoner of when, Azkaban is really good. When was the last good. time you watched Children of Men? Because I have only seen that movie... Um, think just the one time in theater and it left quite an impression because it was like man this is pretty cool what very fun theatrical experience i mean i i've definitely watched it at home uh let's see if i have a date on this last time i watched it uh november 2006 that can't be right that wasn't on letterboxd then um i don't know i it's been years since i've watched it but i i think children of men is incredible and i think prisoner of azkaban is really good i've never seen gravity and i thought roma was also super overrated so i'm not a quran head as some people might be uh you know what i mean here but uh, i I'm, I'm i think i'm pretty much in line with you other than i also think prisoner of azkaban is pretty cool what were you saying what did you uh think of this uh, of this film. movie yeah I, yeah I, I mean i am not surprised that this movie doesn't have much of a trace online yeah Seems like people kind of like it though or like or okay with it i mean it's not like awful but i don't know it, it's it, i feel like there should be like a level of operating maybe it's because like there's no stars in it that yeah i was i cared too much for and I didn't. Yeah. I, I wasn't like sway, I wasn't really won over by. Like I didn't find anybody particularly charismatic to carry things over. Yeah. Nothing but the writing made me like go. Oh, this is really clever. <laughs> like interesting. It's just like, oh, it's 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 the movie. It's here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't know where I saw that thing, but like I'm pretty sure at one point this was in Mexico's top ten films. Top ten Mexican films of all time, or at, something. At some point. At some point. Uh, so maybe when it came out or something like that. But um, so, yeah, I watched this a couple days ago and uh, I I think this might be one of the worst movies we've seen in hmm. the three or four years that we've been doing this. Like ever? It's pretty bad, man. Is it bottom five? It's not in the bottom five, but it might be six out of bottom five. Interesting. I think this movie sucks. Like... <laughs> really really bad um like i I don't know so 
I don't. Uh, I, I saw a lot of people, and even you, you're kind of like, it's kind of well made. It kind of looks good. It's like it's it looks fine. It's okay, but uh, I think I think the story sucks. I like I don't think this guy's likable at all. And like I know it's like maybe he's not supposed to be likable. It's like yeah, that's but probably kind of, the but case. He, but, he, but I think they, they kind of want you to like him though. Even they though... they do want you to like him. And so like one of the things too that I know is like we talk about this all the time. Comedy is hard because it it gets dated very quickly. Like poor comedy, I think. Timeless comedy is good always. Like Dumb and Dumber, you could throw that on and you'd still have fun with it. So I was, uh, you know what? <laughs> Another thing that uh, came to mind when I read your uh, review and my what I assumed mm-hmm. what that meant, uh, but I was like, so is it? So I mean, I imagine that it's because this character is uh, unlikable, and RJ was going to imagine that we're supposed to be rooting for this guy. But I started yeah. thinking about this, and I was mm-hmm. like, well. That's kind of the thing about the like Farley Brothers movies that we're both fans of. But like, if you break down what those movies are about, they're actually about like fairly like vile people. Well, there's um, something about Mary's about stalkers, and you're supposed to root for the stalkers. Yeah, and, and, right? and well, Dumb and is a, a movie about like a kidnapping. Yes, and, and, and yes, I'm aware. And, and incompetent men that have done it. Uh, Kingpin's about you know like. Uh, con artists, deadbeat con artists. Yeah, but there's yeah. like I guess they have like a like the, the movies are attempting like they're kind of doing this uh, thing where they're oh we're gonna make these characters likable though that you're gonna root but for they're, them. They're they're successful this, this, though. Yes, but so in this movie though like they're not even trying to like they're not trying to convince you that these characters are likable. I think it's more like about the I think you are supposed to be kind of revolted by these characters or that is a yeah. fair. Uh, impression to have is like these are not this is not a likable character but I guess the question is like does the movie do enough to like make you care to watch the rest of the movie rather than like root for the character and sometimes those things aren't necessarily entwined mm-hmm. um, because even like you know last week we were watching Jigoku and it's like not like any like that that generic nope. that generic man's arc of ah oh, I feel guilty that my friend or my doppelganger drove over that gangster guy mm-hmm. and I, I now I got to save a baby and you're like I don't care a fuck about any of these characters I just want to see cool hell stuff um so yeah. I don't know well see I think that's the difference though right so like Jigoku the characters you're like whatever it's got super cool stuff and you're you're on board for that and then like fairly brother movies uh none of those characters are likable but they do make they make them likable and they make the movies in a way that um, you do want to stick around for it. And maybe, I, I don't know, maybe it's just because we are both from North America and that kind of is more yeah, in line which with I, how RJ, I would like to point out that Mexico is also in North America. Uh, I believe that's Central America. Incorrect. Uh, I believe that is Central America. Uh, uh, North America, baby. We are from Canada, which is the most North America. So maybe, America's in the middle of America, and then Mexico is South sure. America. You said Mexico is South America? No, no, it's like Southern North America. It's, oh, okay. Mexico is North America. Se- the southernmost point Na- of North. Have you America. ever heard of a little bit of NAFTA? Uh, you ever heard of a little place called Aspen? Aspen. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, uh, what I mean is, um, <laughs> I didn't grow up watching like Mexican. No, of course produced not. Movies, we're, we're, so... we're a little too far north for that. Yeah. Even though exactly. we have a we have a, a, a wonderful Mexican Mennonite community right right outside our door. We do, but they're not making movies up here. No. Uh, especially not things we see. We see things that are produced from Hollywood, baby. That's all we saw. Uh, so like. I, I think that's part of it too. It's like maybe um, 
I don't know. There's probably things that it's like, you know, if maybe if I grew up in Mexico, I would understand some of this stuff better. I get that. I probably like, but even with that, so like, I mean, we've watched movies from other cultures and countries too that it's like, I can see. <laughs> we have? Well, it's like, it's like sometimes we watch French movies or Japanese movies and it's like, I don't understand all of it, but I, I see like, I see the good in these things or like, I see like uh, some of the, I see what they're doing in some of these like things, right? Uh, Jarrett just sent me something. Well, I don't so know if this I, is for I'll, now I'll, or for this later. Is, this is for later, but I, it can yeah. be said now. So uh, amongst the people I follow, one, one of the people uh, is a guy named Sean C., and uh, it's mostly just he didn't he does not like this movie at all. He hated it. Okay. Um, but I just wanna, wanted to show you his profile picture, and it'll be like, uh, uh, yeah. Could you explain to the people there what his profile well, picture I think, is? I think it's gonna be if RJ and this chap are alike, it's gonna be RJ's new look. Um, yeah. Did, R- did you R- also RJ, see what his you, four favorite films are? Or do you have an or copy of your um, your your uh, your new attire coming in the mail? It's in the mail. All right. It's in the email. You know what I mean, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I saying? Anyways, um, yeah, I mean, I I know there's probably cultural stuff that's lost, but I do think it's funny you bring up Fairly Brothers because you're like, well, these characters aren't like. Well, it's like, yeah, well, other country movies that we've seen that are have similar characters or things like that. It's like I've been there's a lot of those where I've been drawn in in other ways. Um, I mean, I think the guy's unlikable, but I, I genuinely think this movie is bad. Like, I do. Um, like, does it look okay? Yeah, sure, it looks fine. Is it, like, are all oh, yeah. the actors like, fine? When yeah, I say sure, it looks fine. fine, I mean, it looks like a, it looks like a, I don't know, international comedy. And it's like, it yep. is competently yep. shot. And, like, I mean, that in the most, like, not even, like, a flattering way. It's like... This movie is professionally made. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's yes, it is. That, which is not a compliment it, yep. in itself. It's just like yep. a statement. <laughs> yeah, it's prof- and uh, even like the lead actor, he's clearly a, a very like prolific actor in like these other because like when we were reading his credits, like he's in a lot of other really big movies, so like he he must be um well regarded in that sense, and he's fine too. Like all the actors are fine. Oh hey, I, you know, uh, so the actress who plays. Clarissa, she's in Dune apparently, like David Lynch Dune. Which one was Clarissa? The nurse, the boss, uh, the, or the, the, uh, the, the, angel? the the angel, the angel. Okay, uh, she is she is a Freeman girl, uncredited. Well, because oh, okay. the, the movie she's was probably shot well, because Dune, Dune. I think Dune was actually shot in Mexico in '84, right? So that makes sense. There that you makes go. sense. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Uh, when I started this movie yep. and so you have like the sex scene, I was like, whatever. And then you see him running down the stairs. I was like, I was like, what is this movie going to be about? <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it gets into it. And, uh, like, I honestly, I just, I was like, when did this movie come out? Uh, like, um, so I was like, even in 1991, I was like, was this like, was this funny? like i don't i don't get it like all the aids stuff like i know aids is like uh, like people make jokes about that too but i was like this is like a big picture about like that it's funny that this guy thinks he has aids i guess but then he can't yeah i mean it comes pretty late in the movie though because there's not even like a period where like there's like uh jokes about it other than like 
Ah, it's a, it's pretty funny. This guy's going through that right now. There's that, and then uh, the, but... the other characters think that who are like yeah. it's not supposed to be unlikable, but they're kind of like, oh, this guy deserves it, and you're like, yeah, oh, that's really funny. And it's like that's you're like okay, uh, that's a that's this film universe yeah. that I don't know if I really want to participate in. Yeah, there's that, and then uh, I I I'm with you where um the scene where he's kind of doing the switcheroo stuff with both of the girls, it feels. It feels like that's the entire movie. Like that's pro- that seems probably eight, ten minutes long or something like that. But honestly, it feels like thirty or forty minutes. You're like, this is going on forever, and you're just kind of like, to what end? Like, what is? <laughs> like, what is the point of this? To what end? And and then that's what I. That's what I thought. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I was just like, to what end? I was like, what are we going to get out of this in any way? And then, I, honestly, like, after that, I was so um, detached I'm, from it. I'm like, going to try to time this thing out. I'm, I'm skimming it. You keep talking. Yeah, I'll, I'll I was, tell you how long this shit goes for. It, it feels like an eternity. And my guess is eight to ten minutes, but it feels like forever. Oh, shit. We forgot about There's a scene, like, kind of like, what? nine minutes in the movie where he goes to a, the, a wedding he's invited to the wedding by the doctor and her friend and he's uh he's balling the bride behind the back of the yeah which is where our screenshot about cuckolds comes in and yeah. they're like oh you're such a piece of shit why do we bring you places yeah and see that's the thing he's like he's so insatiable he can't help himself and i'm like all right <laughs> it's like okay whatever um I don't know. I don't know why why this movie struck so low for me, but it was um like the scene with him bouncing around the ladies, like after that I was so detached from it. Like I watched the whole thing. I wasn't on my phone or anything like that. I watched it. But I was like so uninterested in everything that came after. There's like So from <sighs> from when like he the the women are coming over to see him to when the doctor and his wife come back, home. it is twenty minutes. About almost, almost twenty. That's that's way more than I thought it was, but like that makes sense because it feels like it feels like a solid half an hour. Well, and, and then, it almost is. And then from that point on, uh, that's when like about a few minutes later, she's giving the diagnosis. Oh yeah, there's these these intertitles with the. Uh, the pretentious allusions to things. Yeah. And then they go for lunch with the Japanese uh, doctors. And then there's the guys, him, there's him yeah. running up the stairs, him falling into the tub. He he realizes he gave shit to the people. Uh, he gets really drunk with the Japanese guys, takes him to the wrong hotel. Then he has, oh, there's the fantasy scene where he's like, he's dreaming. He's on the plane and there's the luchador guy. That, that, yeah. was, that was cool. <clears throat> and then... There's a scene where we're talking where he's really depressed because he's really hung over. And mm-hmm. then he, I think at this point he is about to get yeah, he gets the letter. And that's pretty well the last like thirty-five minutes of the movie is from like when he gets the note and he starts thinking about killing himself. And then yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the structure of the movie. Not yep. not a lot to write home about. Yep. But I, I, mean, I, I I'm I am surprised that you would rank it so low, because I feel like we've watched our we've watched fair, some bad stuff. We've watched a fair share of like completely like yeah. just t- horrendous movies, and there you're like, oh, I don't want to be watching this. Whereas like, I don't think this movie's like even like interestingly bad or boring. It's just kind of like, oh, that's that's a, I think, that's a movie, all right. And it's like I think this, that's this what one's, it is. Yeah, this one's like, oh, 
I'll look it up. You, you continue. There's a movie that actually reminds yeah. me a bit of a, it's like that, uh, Torshawn du court or whatever it is. It feels like that movie actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, coupe du, uh, coupe de Torshawn. Yeah. That's where I, yeah. would, that's where I would firmly place that on that tier. See, that's still pretty low. That's in the bottom 30. Um, but, uh, or of my list at least, but, um, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's, uh, it's like we've definitely watched fouler stuff than this <laughs> uh there's nothing like that foul about it like even like this guy like the things it's doing it's like i know it's it's just played for comedy but i i think uh i didn't even realize it before but when you brought up like fairly brothers and stuff i was like those characters are also unlikable but i'm still interested in it and it's like we've watched movies where it's like these people aren't the best people, but like, let's say Vagabond. It, it, what, what if they remade this with Jason Siegel? Oh, I don't know, man. I, I don't think I would watch it. <laughs> if they made it, if they remade it with Ed Helms. I would be like, that's the worst fucking piece of shit <laughs> no, movie I've ever see. seen. Well, I mean, no one wants to watch that movie. <laughs> well, yeah, what, but Jason Siegel. When was the last time people talked about uh, Ed Helms? Right now, baby, I'm talking about who's an insatiable actor, though. Who's someone that you would cast as like this guy can't stop boning because that's who well, that's... I, can, I, can, I can think of one that would be uh that would fit right into this. Oh, you know, you know who's going to remake this shot for shot starting mm. themselves? James Franco. Oh, yeah, yeah. And see, that's the thing. Like, I I don't mind James Franco, like his movies at least. But uh, if he did this and he was in it, I still wouldn't like it. I'd be like, I don't like this guy. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's not. It's like it's not a bottom five movie for me. But it's like this is this is pretty low for me. Like I I was watching this and I was just like, I don't. How does this measure up with Elena and her men? I think it's lower than that. Yeah, I'd watch this any day of the week over that. Over on Lane and Men? Yeah. I mean, that movie had carriages. Uh, no, that would be another. That's another movie. That's, that's a, the other? Uh, one the, of those trilogies? I, I, I believe it's called The Golden Carriage. <laughs> or The Golden Coach, or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> Where did that movie fall on our list? I don't know, man. Like, this movie... So the worst of Renoir is far more... Oh, uh, what about, though, How to Get Ahead in Advertising? Oh, this is worse than that. What? Yeah, this is worse than that. Oh, for sure. that's ridiculous. Yeah, this is worse than that. What about Shitsopolis? That's hard to say. So I'm in a weird place in my list because my list is bad, as we've mentioned, because the the total list isn't the effective way to do this. But like, I have like Shitsopolis, and then I have like the Romer picks, and then I have this, and it's like, well. This might be better than the Romers, but maybe it's not. Oh. But it's probably not as good as Shitsopolis. And then it's like <laughs> it's probably not as good, or it's probably it's probably I don't know. Oh, maybe I, maybe I, it's better than Shitsopolis. I am really looking forward to next week, my friend. Oh, oh boy, I don't even know what next week is, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm also surprised that my. Uh, dislike of this but uh i mean it's not a passionate thing i would like i don't care if someone else likes solo con to perija but uh i was watching this and i was like this this stinks this doesn't need to exist <laughs> which is a lot of these movies but i was like i wish i hadn't watched this movie is how i felt afterwards i was like that was a waste of my time 
I said that was a waste of 90 minutes of my time. I just saw it. So I'm looking at my uh, my uh, 301 to 400 ranking, yeah. which we're only halfway. And that's real feel bad right there. Yeah. But I was like, what is a new Samore? And I went, oh, yeah, that movie. Ain't just... Samore. Yeah. yeah, I forgot all about it. Um, I would say that this is maybe right now um, somewhere between Mr. Arkadin and Tales of Hoffman for me. Okay. okay. But, I mean, but it's my man. I don't think that anything we've watched has been particularly good. And I'd say that yeah. the, the my lowest rated, like, good movie mm, probably is like the samurai or something like that yeah and i agree the samurai is not bad but it's it's low on my list because it's just where it ended up being but it's funny you mentioned an a new a more because currently i'm moving solo con to perigia around and it's right beside a new more Nice on my list. It's sandwiched in between Anusa Moore and Nanook of the North. Oh, wow, that's real low. I I mean I'm not kidding. This isn't bottom twenty for me. I I just I thought it was shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> but you know, oh well, whatever. You can't win them all, right? They can't all be winners. <laughs> but it'd be nice if some of the more were. Like right well, now. Well, I mean, last okay. week was last week was really good. Jigoku was was really good. Okay, um, okay. So I'm looking at this. So my list right now, uh, this is like halfway. This is a check-in point, we could say. So yeah. I think that the the, the lowest rated movie that I think would be like, oh, this is actually a really good movie is like Au, Au revoir la offense. I think that yeah. movie is like really good. Um, and then, that, then above that, I have Pickpocket, which I do still really like. Uh, Jigoku. And mm-hmm. uh, the one that is like probably wild for a lot of people would be Met- Metropolitan, but that's I, that was because of my yep. rewatch. That, I think the movie like I totally turned around on that. Uh, Coco, yep. Uh, Harlan County, USA. Mm-hmm. Samurai Rebellion. Uh, yeah. Uh, Virgin Spring, and my my number one right now, and I think it's going to be pretty much impossible to top with this uh, block is Harry Kiri. Oh, see that feels like an eternity ago uh, it was like over half it was like half a year ago right that feels like so long ago because that, 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 that movie was, was so good yeah but yeah no i'm with you man and like i like we had a we had a really dry run but like jigoku i thought was really good and uh metropolitan wasn't huge for me but i was like ah whatever um but uh yeah i i too am surprised by this i i shit it's shit man shit man shit man but you know oh well as i said you can't win them all well let's find out who's uh on team rj this week sure let's see let's see yeah let's see here somehow my the window closed on its own so i'm gonna i wouldn't do that i don't know how that happened I mean, I didn't really have notes. Like, I actually was pretty good at recalling the whole movie. Cause there's yep. really not much to talk about. It's uh, it's a comedy. You're a fan. Screwball. Yep. It's, it's a modern day screwball. RJ doesn't like those balls. Nope. <clears throat> They're too hairy. Who hates? How about auteur? Uh, like oh, RJ. we've heard from auteur before. We've heard from auteur before. Half a star. The over direction here is exhausting. A sobering support of Quran detractors and one of the worst sex comedies ever made. 
I never nice. imagined AIDS could be so funny. I think they meant. I think they mean to say that sarcastically. Yes. Uh, the one thing I'll, I'll give Autour is um, their uh, their profile picture is uh, Mr. Jackpox, uh, Mr. Jackpots. You know Dougie from uh, Twin Peaks: The Return. Oh yeah, Mr. Jack. Uh, what is that word? Jackpots? Yeah, jackpots. Dougie. You know Dougie. Mr. Jackpots. I know Dougie. Dougie. Yeah, Dougie. I okay. love Dougie. How about? Evan Schweer. Schweer? Okay. Half a star. Assuming this was ever celebrated or liked, it hasn't aged well at all. Everything mm. from the plot to the editing to the sound mixing is grating. Mm, I don't know about that. The first time mm. I paused, praying it was almost over, I was still less than halfway through. It's like an off-brown, unfunny knockoff of Three's Company, but it's somehow mm-hmm. even worse than that sounds. Caron brings a distinct voice and mastery to his other work, so it's surprising just how poor this is. At its best, it's unentertaining, lurid slapstick. At its worst and most frequent, it's deeply problematic with nothing real to say. I mean, I don't know about that. The doctor wearing a fetus hat, laughing off severe malpractice and suicide, feels like a pretty apt metaphor for anyone who saw this and had a hand in its release. (laughs) Oh, Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, this person five-starred a lot of good movies, but they also five-starred Hamilton, which I haven't seen Hamilton. I have nothing against Hamilton, but I feel like people who five-star it are like... I don't know. I feel like they're lying. You know what I mean? Interesting. But this person also one and a half starred Hubie Halloween. And that's not a one and a half. That's a three star film all day long. Sure it is. You're going to watch Hubie Halloween this Creeptober. You're going to love it. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be one of the best. It'll be... I guarantee it's better than Hamilton. But do you guarantee, guarantee it's better it. than Solo Con Tu Pareja? Hubie Halloween? Yeah, I absolutely sure. guarantee it. I should, I, I'm sure it is. I absolutely guarantee it. Uh, ISA Isa. One star. Oh, yeah, I see Isa. Pretty funny, not that good pacing. I mean, Isa's on to something, man. Pretty, hey, they just... pretty funny? Oh, no, just the pacing. They just uh, two and a half starred Keep Sweet, Pray and Obey, that Mormon thing I watched. Oh. What was their review? If you put like 46 Neanderthals in a room of typewriters, they're eventually going to type up the Mormon sex trafficking industrial complex. What? I don't understand that at all. So, um, yeah. They have started Lost in Translation recently. Mm-hmm. I don't understand this person. I don't get these reviews, man. Mm-hmm. Weird. Weird. Uh, let's let's take a look at someone who loved this movie for the sake yeah. of fair and balanced reporting. Sure, sure. Let me find one here. <laughs> so RJ is going to order this for the collection. His collection. It's surprising. Yeah, I already got two copies coming. Uh, the uh, the. The most recent five-star review for this film is someone just literally using a quote from the film that they actually five-starred about committing suicide in the mic- using the microwave. Um, a lot of uh, film looks like it's it's in Spanish. It is. So a lot Use of people Google Translate. No, I'm good. Uh, 
fantastic and hilarious. One of the strongest debuts I've seen. I love how it stands on a, a very thin line between comedy and melodrama. Melodrama? Oh, I guess. Uh, this person... Um... Oh, what about this now? Turbotron. This movie was <laughs> hilarious. It has big Larry David energy, even though somewhat predictable. Oh. The tension and anxiety it causes in its, its in its extreme absurdity is the sharp edge on the blade of its comedy. The technical aspects of this film are incredible, too. I don't know what I was expecting, but this film is an absolute party. Uh, Jared, do you agree with Turbotron? Like with this review? Yeah, yeah, just in general. Uh, I, I like, I like, I don't know. It just sounds like a joke to me. <laughs> Turbotron's favorite films are uh, The Seventh Seal, Battle of Algiers, uh, Rebels of a Neon God, and Mad Max: Fury Road. Yes, sir. Well, uh, uh, yeah, some of those are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Turbotron. Turbotron. <laughs> good stuff there we go there you go both sides yeah we we uh we covered it all you got him we got him fantastic uh any final thoughts on solo con to pareja solo con to pareja is not a movie that i like there you go so there it is rj's favorite film of the of the last six years I know a lot of YouTube people are going to make a lot of comments, but I don't care. I think next week is our, like, 60th year anniversary, maybe. Next week? Yeah. Good time to pull the pin. Yeah, true. Maybe this movie's not findable either, but I think Criterion Channel is going to come to the rescue. Let me check. I think this is on the channel. Oh, fantastic. Well... Let me check. Um, after the break... Yes... Uh, RJ is going to jail because he's a sex pest. Quit it. Quit it. Quit it showing me that, RJ. Nobody wants ah. to see that. Stop it. You can't stop me. In the film Solo Contu Pareja, which character you do you relate the most to? I relate to um, the fish that gets squished and dies. Because that's how I felt watching this movie. I would have said the jar of shit. Ah. You can email us at criterioncruise.gmail.com and tell us is RJ being unfair to this piece of Mexican like, cinema? Probably not. Is, is Mexico in North America? <laughs> That's the bigger question. 
Uh, we've got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnlow. We've, uh, we've got YouTube. We've got Patreon. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. Blah, 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 blah. Tumblr. You want, you want to hear about Star Trek Continues? Oh. We got, we got content for you, folks. But next week, we got a very special film for our, I think, six-year anniversary. We do. That's right. It's the first time hearing about it. Lodge Kerrigan's Clean Shaven from 1994. What does that mean? You don't have to wait and see. Mm, no. Yeah. I don't want to, Jared. Maybe it's from 1993. It all depends on who you ask. Is it though? Yeah. I think Craig Sherry had it in Which one is it? Nobody knows. But yeah, uh, 1993 is what Letterbox says. It was a screened uh, 1994 Con Film Festival. It is also. It was also a Telluride in 1993. Maybe it was a. It is. But hey, it's only 93 minutes long. And it's on the channel. It's about the subjective reality of someone who suffers from schizophrenia. That movie isn't. You know what I mean? It's true. Like this, this podcast, it's that one. Well, you know. When you know, you know. You know. But hey, RJ. Yeah. Harry, I took care of it. Harry? took care of it our pets heads are falling off see timeless classic timeless mm-hmm. oh well good night yes goodbye forever as i'm probably going to be removed from uh, next week's podcast <laughs>